Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Turn up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. What you know about this? <laughs> it's Cleveland Appreciation Day today, man. Yes. Y'all know why. <laughs> that man. Jazz probably don't know why. Money, money Mayfield. <laughs> done got y'all a win, man. Wait yes. a minute. Okay. 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 Doing a whole gimmick. <laughs> DJ Ryan Rocket. We need some air horns in this bitch for real. We do. We should have made like a hot key page or something. Yeah. With a whole bunch of drops and shit. We gonna get there when we make it famous. Yeah. I never heard this MGK song, Hope It's Fire. Till I die. That ruined the vibe. Nah, you should have played Till I Die. Okay, well, I'll Did pull that up in a minute. Yeah. But anyway, I bumped in with a little Cleveland smorgasbord okay. because the Browns are no longer winless. Yes. They have finally won a game. The streak is over. When that boy, Money Mayfield, <laughs> Baker Mayfield himself, I do mourn for the loss of a job for a black man. That's what I was rooting for. I was rooting for him. I ain't going to lie. I wanted him to pull it out. The first game, I'm like, you know what? That's the first game. The weather, yeah. shitty. The second game, you know, it's the kicker. You know what I mean? He did what he could do, but the kicker wasn't doing shit. This game, the first half, I'm just like, man, what the fuck is he doing, man? <laughs> I'm like, dog. Yeah, I was, was I was irritated. People were happy he got a concussion, which sucks, <laughs> but, I mean, it worked out for the best. Yeah, and I ain't even want to tweet or nothing. I'm like, man, like, you know, I ain't going to say nothing. I, that's a black man. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want to talk shit on a black man. But as soon as he got hurt and uh, Money Mayfield came in, the offense was moving like that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, sorry, man. <laughs> it's over now. Yeah, somebody, somebody here want to do the job. Yeah, which he, explains your your gear yep, today. Yep, this yeah. man came in the uh, the, the, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns little starter jacket, yeah. whatever that is. So <laughs> I see you, man. I see you. Yeah, I'm not ashamed to wear this jacket now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> had to blow the dust off it. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I can't. I can, I can wear this jacket like at the beginning of the season, but after a while, I was just like, nope, put it yeah. up. Yeah. I put it on once they doing something. Yeah. <laughs> it was one time I, I wore this jacket around the time I first moved here, and I, I ain't never gonna forget this. Seth Payne seen it. He like you're wearing the Cleveland Browns jacket. Damn. He he it's said it in like man. disgust. Wait, Seth Payne said that? Yeah. So, for reference... He didn't know I was from Cleveland oh, at okay. first. But uh, he was just like, you're wearing a Browns jacket. And this was like the year they went 1-15. and 15. Yeah. <laughs> so, this was before the 1-15, and 15, but they was on their way to... They was on their way to 0-16. Mm-hmm. But they won the uh, second to last game. But uh, he said it in disgust. That's cold because, especially coming from Seth Payne, Who's all respect to him, but he played on a team that won like three games at yeah. some point. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, that does kind of hurt. But with him saying that, it shows you how people really felt about the Browns outside of Cleveland. Well, of course. And Cleveland, people, you know, it is what it is. But being far away from Cleveland – it show you how people feel about the Browns. So it was kind of embarrassing to wear anything Browns. So I was just Cavaliers all day. Well, y'all are back, man. Yes. Let's have a little bit more of a... Calling me back in the day like, yo. When is the beat? My city. Bitch, I'm from the land. Till I die. We should have just bumped in with this. Till I die. 
The I'm podcast is now officially starting. Now all the is this a video? It is. That, he, he actually shot some of the videos in my hood. So some of my homeboys okay. are in that video. Well, most of them are. This shit kind of hard. Yeah. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Let's get into the podcast. Uh, a lot to talk about today. This is the Gems and Juice podcast, episode 48, I believe. We are inching closer and closer to episode 50. Yeah. Okay. We so, still going to figure out what we're going to do for 50, or is probably. it just going to be a regular episode? I, I'm th- we got to do something special, yeah. man. We got to do something special. We should bring some liquor in here. We probably will. We probably will. be a little bit lit. Yeah. So, you lied to me. What? I don't drink. Oh, okay. I haven't had a drink in probably a couple months, honestly. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't okay. drink at all anymore. Okay. But I will drink for the 50th episode of the podcast. Oh, special yeah. occasion. Gotcha. I actually had a drink, like, I want to say last week. For some reason, we was just chilling in the house, and my wife was like, oh, you should get something to drink. And I'm like, oh, all right. So we went to um, Specs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, they got a lot of different vodkas. Oh, yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm, I never really. <laughs> you never been to a liquor store before, man? No, not that type of liquor store. Oh, okay. Like, if you go to Cleveland to the hood liquor stores, because that's all we got, we don't have a Specs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they keep all the. They keep most of the liquor behind the counter. Yeah. Because niggas still. Of course. Mm-hmm. So um, we got to, like, go to the cashier. Hey, can I get a fifth of Ciroc or. Can I get a liter of hen and mm-hmm. all this other shit? Can I get two cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was just cool being in there, seeing all type of different liquors you never heard of. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so I had my it choice. Is... <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> hey. No, I, like, I, I, it's just funny how, how, how certain experiences, like, are, are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because we don't have a liquor yeah, store like different. that. Yeah. You've been in Houston for a minute, though. Like, yeah. This is your first time going to No, a- that's not my first time. I okay. actually went, the first time I went, I was working an event for uh, one of the stations. Okay. And I had to go there. And I was still kind of like, oh, damn. But yeah. I just went in there to get what I had to get. Okay. But this time I had time to, like, walk Browse. around a little bit. So I'm like, damn, they got all type of shit. Like, you still got the cheap shit, didn't you? Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't need no Ciroc or nothing. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't so, get no effing. Nah, you didn't support. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I did get some liquor. It was like some peach. Uh, no, it wasn't peach. Yeah, I think it was peach. It was, was some type sky? of peach. Sky. No, no. It okay. it was something I never heard of. Okay. But it looked it looked real cool. Okay. But I was looking. I'm like, damn, they got cucumber vodka, cucumber flavor yeah, vodka. They had all type of random shit. Where I'm like, damn. Yeah. You know, in the hood, niggas just got <laughs> what um, red berry. Yeah. And just Pine the, coolers. Yeah. yeah. So it was just crazy how they we, had these different flavors. We will do something special for the podcast. I've been weighing in what we're going to do. Um, maybe bring in some guests. Yeah. Maybe not, depending on how we're feeling, how we want to do it, how drunk we want to get. Yeah. But we'll, we're going to do something special. We got to do a little something. Little, change it up a little bit, at least for one show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we already missed our one-year anniversary, so we can make that into a double we did because I began the Facebook um, memories. Yep. On uh, old episodes, yeah. and I'm like, damn, we've been doing this for a year. I'm pretty sure we missed the official one year anniversary, so we can turn the 50th episode into a combo 
anniversary show as well. Is I might it? dig through some shows and get a little clips of some memories. Oh, yeah. make a little so, mashup. Yeah, we got to. We got okay. to. Yeah. But let's get back on track, y'all. Got a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff went down in the world of hip-hop, and we're going to break it all down, mm-hmm. as we always do. So I'm, of course, Ryan Rocket. I'm joined, as always, by my boy, the man, Cleveland's own. Yes. It, not ashamed to say that in no no laughing. Hey, Cleveland been lit. It has. It's it been lit. Gerald Smith been taking his shirt off every day now. Yeah. <laughs> but Figgy, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. In a great mood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And also joining us again is the lovely Jasmine. Hello. She's probably a little lit right now, but she won't tell us, and that's okay. We don't ask no questions. But I mean, <laughs> you, know, you didn't ask. I'm, no, I'm, nice. I'm an open book. Just ask me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Are you lit? I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Jasmine? How's everything been going? I know you had to run a uh, bad luck a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I totaled my car on Tuesday. So Aww. it was declared a total loss yesterday. So I'm just waiting to get the numbers back so I can move forward. Okay. And get into this car. This is the first time I've had to pay insurance and a car note. So huh. We'll see how this goes. What are you looking at? I want a Jeep, but they're not really good on gas. Okay. So I ha- I don't really know any, you know, I haven't really gone from there. Just go to Ultima. Eh. Like every other basic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I have an Ultima, so I could say that. Okay? Yeah, no, I, I don't know what I want. I've been looking around. Like, I've been very observant on the road. Normally, I don't know cars that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, the names of them. Are you driving a rental? Yes. What are you pushing? Um, A Ford Fusion, a, hi- okay. a hybrid, but I... You better, you better find something like that. Right? Get a Prius. Why do all y'all small yeah. people want big ass cars? I was talking to Jules the other day. She wants to get like a Ford F one fifty. I used to want one too. I'm like, her little ass. She is like four foot five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to want one too. Why? Why do y'all want big ass cars when y'all are? I'm not saying you're tiny. Because but I'm you're already, smaller. I'm already small. And then when I'm on the road, people see my small car and they just think they can do whatever they want and i have no clearly my car had no force to it i was i hit a tahoe you just want to be you have a napoleon complex basically (laughs) you want to boss people around on the road i want to get to where i'm going safely okay you know and i feel like in a car and especially in houston with the with the rain all the time the flooding i need a vehicle that's going to get me where i'm going safely okay Fair enough. I stick with a small that. car, man. Right. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I, I I had um when I was eighteen, I had a Pontiac G six, mm-hmm. which it was back in 07 and it was 07. I had my shares of um car notes and all this, mm-hmm. so I just man, I just take a little bucket, fix it up a little bit, something comfortable, mm-hmm. and call it a day, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, I need to upgrade my Altima at some point, but I ain't no damn rush. I don't care what people say about me and my tiny ass. Put some coat. elbows on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put some candy paint on that bitch. <laughs> but anyway, so let's break down the new releases first. We have a lot to talk about now. Um, Six Lack just released his new album last week. Yes. Um, East Atlanta Love Letter. Me and Figgy did wait, not talk about this. Wait a minute. Is Go it ahead. Six Lack 
or black? I was playing. Oh, okay. No, I was black. just making sure. I, yeah, I, put... I was joking and called him Six Lack. Okay, no, <laughs> I was just making sure. I'm like, <laughs> like, is his name Six Lack? I was calling him Black. That's okay. been yeah. a joke on social media for like the past couple of weeks. Everybody been calling him Six Lack. And he gets <laughs> mad when people call him Six Lack. Yeah. But it's like, but that's why what does this nigga call himself Six Lack? Like, why'd he put the six there? Yeah. yeah. If he... Yeah. The funny thing too, his name is some super R and B sounding shit, like his government name. Really? His name is Ricardo Valentine or some shit like that. That would be a dope ass yeah, name. Yeah, why not go by that? Cardo Valentine. <laughs> if, if if this was like two thousands R and B, he would be a superstar with that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody had that kind of name. Yeah, but he chose to name himself Black. <laughs> it matches so. his person. Well, it matches his personality. Yeah. I guess it That's do true. match the mood. Yeah. yeah. But getting to the music, um, like I said, we, me and Figgy didn't talk about this, but uh, Jasmine, I believe you are a fan. Yeah. No, I love this um, album. I liked it better than his Free Black album. Okay. Although he was talking about two different subjects through the entire project, basically. But I enjoyed it. I liked it. Did y'all happen to listen? I heard as much as I could stomach. <laughs> oh, wow. Was it that bad? To I'm not you? saying it's bad, uh-huh. but it, it's like trap soul light to me. I thought the okay. beats were okay, but it's just, I didn't, there's been a lot of hype about this guy. I feel, yeah. What about online. the, what about the song with Future? The title that was a good song. song. Yeah. That was a good song. Yeah. But hey, Loaded Gun. Did you like that song? I liked the music on it, but uh-huh. it's just, it didn't stand out to me. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but basically it sounded like all the other trap, slow R&B songs. Like, I didn't hear anything special lyrically, and I know he's not a rapper, really, but it's like that fusion of rap R&B that, you know, Bryson Tiller, we heard that from him, every other male R&B act is doing right now. I like that, though. I didn't, no, I'm not, the music isn't bad, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it was overhyped to me. I didn't think he sounded that special personally, but... I don't think he makes music for me, mm-hmm. so there is that too. Yeah. But figure what you think, man. You heard some of it, right? Uh, <laughs> I agree with you. I tried to get through some of it. I I went into this album because I never listened to him, mm-hmm. but I heard a lot of people talking about him, like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to this album. He about to have the album of the year." So I'm thinking, like, "Oh, it might be some good ass R and B." But when I listened to it, I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> it's funny because I was taking my wife to work." And that's when I usually listen to something new. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to, ooh, this this, this album about to knock your socks off. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's like an R&B type of, um, I don't know, like a hipster type of R&B feel. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind, of, it was more like Bryson Tiller. Yeah. Like yeah. a uh, poor man's, I ain't going to say poor man's version of Bryson Tiller, but it was more of that trap soul type of feel. Yeah. yeah. So I was I was a little disappointed because I thought it was just straight R and B. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I don't know. That's that's not my type of music. I like that type of music. I guess that's me. So where do you rank him as an artist? As your favorite? I know Chris Brown number one, so don't even mention him. But (laughs) him aside, well, who is better between him, Tory Lanez, and Bryson Tiller? That's a good question. Um, I I listen to Bryson Tiller more, or. I followed Bryson Tiller for longer. Maybe that's what maybe I should say. So that's why I say I like his music better. But I like I like Black. But at the same time, some of his songs are for me. Some of them aren't. 
He's just very dark, and it just depends on the mood that I am. I, I can't listen to him when I'm in, like, a happy mood because he brings me, like, he makes me think about things or he brings me, like, you know, down. Yeah. So he's definitely a certain type of vibe. That's a, I don't just jam him. But I don't know where I would rank him. He He's up there. He's I think he's underrated. I think he's finally getting, like, recognition he yeah. deserves, though. So that's cool. Yeah, a lot of big features on this album. Yeah, so, no, he did. That, that was pretty surprising. Uh, and, J. Cole verse. Mm-hmm. That was shocking. Yeah, yeah that was a good was, verse, too. Yeah. Yeah, but he also, I couldn't understand the J. Cole because this guy is also very woke if you've ever caught wind of any of his, like, oh, okay. so background. He, he's black, black. Yeah, he's black, black. <laughs> for real. Like, he's very, yeah, he's very woke. He's very anti industry, too. Okay. Is he like the so Colin Kaepernick of rap? Everybody is anti industry now. Mm-hmm. It's no longer cool to be anti industry. <laughs> Is cool, like that's not the the, I guess the different thing for an artist anymore. Yeah, everybody's yeah. anti industry now. Now is he the anti? I'm not anti, but is he the black? Is he the rap version of Colin Kaepernick, J Cole? Because he do a lot. Of, I feel like he do a lot of stuff that um, he really don't promote as much, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what Colin Kaepernick do. I don't know about that. I mean, he just got a Nike deal. I see his face on TV every NFL Sunday. I mean, we see it so, now, yeah. but I'm just saying he um, he I, do a lot of stuff for um, for good causes without sitting there and saying, "Hey, look at me." J- that's I mean, J. Cole. Yeah, See, I think he's just J. Cole. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I wouldn't call him a Colin Kaepernick. I don't think... Colin... He's not blackballed or nothing yeah, like that, but... he's a, and J. Cole's an industry guy. And he also... What, you think he's an industry guy? I think he is. I, I don't think so. I mean, I saw... I didn't think so until I saw his face and his song all over the NBA playoffs... <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see how it is. I don't think he's an industry guy, as in he doesn't have any features and he doesn't he focus don't hang, on. I feel like he don't hang with yeah, people. That's what yeah, I mean. like, I don't that's think true. That's in the parties. Enough. Yeah, I, I guess I'd take that back. Yeah. But he's it's more like, I don't think he's anti industry. I'll put it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he is some someone who's trying to disrupt the system like yeah. Colin Kaepernick was. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he just moves and shakes with certain people. Yeah. He's not, yeah, like you said, you're right. So what else came out this week? Um, Wale, Wale dropped an album. Oh, yeah, look, uh, the Carter Five, there was a fake track list with some old-ass songs. People <laughs> were saying it's going to drop like two days ago. It didn't drop. Yeah. So Now, yeah. is it really going to drop, or is it just rumors? I've heard rumors. Because I don't it, think I've heard an official announcement for it. I've just heard people saying Carter Five is dropping, dropping soon, Wayne's this never month. Said anything, of yeah. course. So... I think it'll come out when it comes out. It'll probably be a surprise, but we'll see. Yeah, everybody woke up looking for it. Right. So that's on like, was it official? <laughs> yeah. That track list had like songs that were five years old. So <laughs> that that's when I knew, okay, this one ain't coming. I hate out. when people do that yeah. because they did that when Jay Z's four 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 out. Remember we was looking yes. like we was trying to figure out who these nicknames. <laughs> he got future on here. Too. I was kind of worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Kanye, Future, bad, Chance man. the Rapper, uh, Travis Scott. Yeah, he had every feature on there. That 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 did worry. <laughs> that was the I biggest was April Fools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Wale did drop an album, though. Yeah. Um, did any of y'all bump this? I did. Much? I listened to it. Okay. I liked all but maybe like two songs, but there weren't but like five maybe. Okay. Five or seven. 
It was cool. I liked it. I like Wale whenever I care to give him a listen. I just don't seek him out on my own. Yeah. He, I heard him on Joe Budden's podcast. Me too. And he was talking yeah. some real shit, so it made me want to actually listen Yeah. this time. Because normally I don't give it a listen. And I used to, but no. yeah. I kind of feel for him after listening to him on a Joe Budden yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, that, he made a lot of sense. Yeah. That made me understand his perspective a lot more because I was definitely one of those that was like he always complaining and he's ungrateful he actually has a song on here that's um grateful and ungrateful some something grateful and ungrateful yeah but um, I did disagree with some of the things he was saying mm-hmm. for example he thought that the uh, the Seinfeld feature on his last album was oh. gonna like make it blow up and I'm like you know black people don't really fuck with Seinfeld like that Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> I always feel odd around here because right. people like, oh yeah, Seinfeld. That's the greatest show ever. I like Seinfeld. I never. I, I like the show. I but. grew to like it now. I watch. Yeah. I watch it sometimes, but I never. Squ- yeah, I never square by it. Like, oh yeah. my god. Like, I don't I even know nobody in my family that watch it. Well, of course not. Because <laughs> you just get made fun of for watching that. Yeah, <laughs> like you watch Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. it was a Seinfeld. Yeah, it was a lot of show. It, it's a lot of shows we couldn't watch as um, black people in the hood. Frasier was one. Frasier, Friends. We used to watch Frasier too. Yeah, I did in my house. My <laughs> mom and yeah, my all mom loved, loved Frasier. Yeah, it was it was Frasier, Friends, Mash was Friends. something that yeah. we was like, oh hell no! Yeah. As soon as the theme song come <laughs> on, it was it was time to go to bed. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the shows where it's just like, oh hell no! Yeah, that show is awful. Well, the theme is awful too. That's yeah, really but a lot of people about. like that show. Yeah. They feel like that's a classic. I'm yeah. like, how? I never watched that. I never gave it a chance, but I'm like, man, who the fuck watched Mash? I think it's a product of the time. Like it was an older show back when sitcoms. Like for example, I loved. Uh, good times, but that's kind of a shitty show, man. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. really wasn't good. The jokes really weren't that funny. It was good for that moment exactly. because it was a black show. Exactly. And how many black shows was on around that time? It's kind yeah. of funny for the wrong reasons now. Yeah. But back then it was like legit funny. Back and that was something was black TV. people related to. Yeah. Around at that time, so. we're getting off schedule. Yeah. Let's yeah. Get back <laughs> on the new releases. I don't even know who he's talking. Oh, Wale. Uh, Wale, Wale dropped the album. So I. The thing about Wale, I haven't heard this album, by the way. I'm not a big fan of his, but mm-hmm. I'll check it out because I'm trying to open my horizons. Same. I did like the J. Cole album, and I thought I hated him. So I will try <laughs> to listen to the Wale album. I'm trying to I'm trying to grow and get better, man. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a Wale fan either. For yeah. some reason, I don't know what it was because, like I said, it, he can rap. Yeah. And um, some of his songs are good. But I was never like, oh my God, Wale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like he underappreciated, though. The problem with him, I feel, that turned a lot of people off, maybe, was that he came out with the pop sound. He did the feature with, with Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga, which was his biggest song at the time. And for me, that sound, that's just what I expect from him now. I heard him on features with Rick Ross. He's been good. Mm-hmm. But whenever, I don't know, something about him... Something about his whininess on social media, going at random yeah, people. Yeah, that's what turned me off from him. Kind of turns people off. So, my problem is, I don't know what type of rapper he is because yeah. some people say, oh, he kind of like this poet mm-hmm. type of rapper. Mm-hmm. He's not really but, a conscious rapper. Yeah, and then some people say, I mean, some people say he is, mm-hmm. but then you get stuff like, um, 
what's this? I forgot. Uh, what's the chain or not chain music, but 300 Bins yeah. with Rick Ross. Yeah. Where it's kind of, or tattoos on my arm. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, oh, he kind of like a flashy rapper. Yeah. I feel like he trying to find himself, trying to make people like him. So he going in all these different directions and people still like, nah, nah. So I, I kind of feel for him. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, well, that's kind of the what you get from being on MMG. Like, yeah. If you're on a Rick Ross song, you got to talk some cash shit. You can't really talk, you know. Yeah. You can get conscious at times, but if yeah. you're on a feature. I, I think he should just try, try to stay in his lane. If yeah. he just stay what's comfortable to him, then we will be like, okay, that's what to expect for him. Because um, Stiley, I feel like he kind of stuck in his lane. He didn't really get too flashy with it. Yeah. But um, it didn't really work for MMG, but he kind of stuck to his ways mm-hmm. where we kind of know that's him. I think the bigger problem with him is that once people designate you as a corny guy, yeah. it's hard to shake that label. That's true. No matter what you do. You have to do something extraordinary yeah. for people to forget. Like Tyga is coming back. He's just now coming back <laughs> from the corny label because he has a huge monster hit out right now. Yeah. yeah. But you got to put that out consistently to get over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even um, we could look at somebody like Soldier Boy. Yeah. When he started off, he was looked at as this corny ringtone rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he just did a 180, mm-hmm. and then he was talking about bricks and guns, and yeah, yeah. where it's kind of like, what the fuck? Like you just made this ringtone song. Mm-hmm. I so. can uh, appreciate Wale's versatility, though. Like I, I get what you mean about him trying to find himself, but I like that he can make different types of records. Like yeah. he's not just strictly one type of rapper. Yeah. I think that's what makes him good and and underrated at times because he can make different records. He's made hit records before and he makes like, you know. Yeah. The like one song got the oh, go, I'm sorry to cut you off, oh, but no. the one song I did like from him was the first take theme song. I, are you serious? <laughs> That's like, joking, if somebody right? told me that uh rap a Wale verse, I could they probably They lying. They lying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That is the worst song of all time, Figgy. Tell me, you know, <laughs> the Lil Wayne undisputed song it's is better, better than, that, yeah. than that. That song that is awful song too. That song is yeah. awful, man. I hate that. Where you going? Where you going? What's up with all these haters? They lying. They lying. They lying. They lying. <laughs> No, I'm messing with you, man. I hope you got paid a lot for that song because that is embarrassing. <laughs> um, speaking of a rapper that people think is corny, Lupe Fiasco dropped another album mm-hmm. today. The long-awaited, I don't know if it's long-awaited because he dropped an album, I want to say, earlier this year, The Drogas Light. Now mm-hmm. he has dropped Drogas Wave. <laughs> it is a double album. Uh, about 24 tracks long, about an hour and 30 minutes in length, full-length songs. So this Man, is a real a movie yes. album. I'm just going to hazard a guess and say, y'all haven't listened to this. Nah. But I, I have. Try to. I am a self-admitted Lupe Fiasco stan of sorts. Mm, so Not a fan, but a stan. I'm a stan. I'm a okay. stan. I think he, people will look back and say that Lupe Fiasco is a genius, mm-hmm. I feel. I think yeah, he's, once he die. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> once, yeah. That's the problem. Same thing with Mac Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people too. I didn't yeah. appreciate Mac enough when he was alive. I'm now glad I'm like, you appreciate Damn. him now though. Yeah. It's least. gonna be the same thing with Lupe. Like mm-hmm. people will look back and say his music was really ahead of his time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I listened to the album. It's too long. I don't like double albums. 
24 tracks. We all, I think people can only absorb so much music at one time. Yeah. So that's why I am against double albums of all. I don't care if it's Ray Schremer. I don't care if it's Chris Brown. I don't care if it's anybody who usually puts out good music. I don't want to hear that much music at one time. Especially yeah. now. Yeah. Back in the day, it was cool to do at least one, but that'd be the only thing Even you get from that. Even then, they were whack, though, man, because yeah. Biggie did not have to put out a double album for Ready to, or Life After Death. Yeah, Tupac did true. not have to put out a double album for uh, All Eyes on Me. That yeah. would have been better if they were one disc with the good song. But see, at <laughs> least when they do that, that'd be the only album for that year. Yeah. So you you got time to listen to it. It's not like they dropping other songs throughout the year. But you got people like Ray Shermer who will drop a double album and then be dropping another random ass song where or somebody like Gucci. You know what I mean? Where it's just like it's too much music. Gucci does too much too. He completely fell off. But think about that was the future thing too. He was putting out for me at least, he just put out too much music for me to handle and then he kinda just fell off from there. Like not fell off but disappeared. I don't know if the problem with him was that he was putting out too much music because for a while all that music was good. Mm -hmm. When he was on that mixtape run that was a lot of music coming out at one time but it was all good and so we anticipated the next one yeah Yeah. the problem now that's when he was on fire fire too Mm -hmm. yeah so the quality i think is what matters the most yeah if you put too much and it's lupe fiasco i like i liked a a few songs on it actually i liked a lot of songs I have to sit down and listen to it lyrically because, you know, you're not always in that mood to mm-hmm. yeah. hear and break down the metaphors. And yeah. he's that rapper. You have to pay attention to what he says yeah. Yeah. to appreciate him. So I haven't had the chance to sit down and listen to it. I thought a few of them sounded a little too poppy, and I hate when he does that. Yeah. But for the most part, like, if you want to hear some good lyricism, some good raps, and some decent beats, some actually pretty good beats on here, I recommend the album. Check it out. Um, I think he'll be one of the legends of this time when we look back. So, where would you rank this album out of all of his albums? <sighs> Food and Liquor Two. Well, Food and Liquor is no doubt his best work he ever put out. His mm-hmm. first album. Mm-hmm. Then I will put his second album, uh, The Cool, closely mm-hmm. behind that. Then I would put uh, Food and Liquor Part Two. That was kind of divisive. I liked this, and people didn't. Um, Tetsuo and Youth was good too. I probably put this ahead of Tetsuo, Tetsuo and Youth. I thought it was better, but it's still not his best. Okay, it's not Food and Liquor. So if okay. you're expecting Food and Liquor, Lupe, that's long gone. But mm-hmm. he's still rapping his ass off. So okay, check it out. Okay. Um, a couple other things came out. Prince dropped. Well, he didn't drop this album. Say, uh... His estate. <laughs> dropped a new Prince, well, a uh, collection of unreleased music. Mm-hmm. It's not really new music, but it's like rehearsed or, or demo versions of songs that came out later. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked up what this album actually was. I heard it, but he put out an album. They put out an album called "A Piano and a Microphone, 1983." Apparently, this is like a cassette of a recording session he did just Mm. doing songs on a piano. Mm. Like, there's a very early version of Purple Rain on here, Mm -hmm. 17 Days, like, different arrangement versions of these songs. So is this, like, the raw version? Pretty Pretty much, much, yeah. I liked it. Um, I don't know how I feel. I'm a little bit conflicted because 
I don't think he wanted unfinished versions of his music to get out. Hell no. Yeah. Don't so, no rapper, no artist want an unfinished rough mix exactly. of a song leaking. But the problem is it sounds dope, though. And I'm glad I got to listen to it. Yeah. So at, I'm like but conflicted, see, you know? Yeah, but see, you, I guess with being an artist... Uh, uh, you don't you don't expect other people to be like oh no I I kind of see where you need to mix that yeah but if him um doing that song he probably be like oh hell no these yeah. this shit ain't clean and he got to mix my vocals here I sound rough right there yeah. we don't see it but yeah it's a little intrusive and it sounds weird but I did like basically this is a, a look into his creative process. Okay. which we never got to see. Um, his drummer at the time, or keyboardist, Lisa from the Rev- Revolution, she said she never heard any of this music. Mm. She was like, Prince would never show us unfinished yeah, versions of I his music. I can imagine. Yeah. So if she didn't get to hear it, <laughs> and she's in his band, I know good and damn well he would not want this released to the general public. Yeah. But that being said, it still sounds dope, and yeah. I was still glad I got to hear it, so I'm I'm just conflicted about it. But if you're mm. a Super Prince fan, I recommend it. I'll check it out now. I just don't want no shit where you got Prince featuring Puff Daddy. Yeah, yeah, and no. Eminem and Mm-mm. shit like that, where it's like I a whole different song, and they just paste these vocals in. I will say this: I do think his estate is respecting his music. They're putting out you know early versions, demo versions, unreleased stuff. But they're not altering it. They're not putting 808s on it. Mm-hmm. They're not putting <laughs> rappers on it. Yeah. yeah. They're not taking a sample and putting it on a Drake song. Not yet. So, Drake, man. man, I'm telling you, that's Drake next move. He's going to he gonna hit them up. I'm trying to get one. He's going he gonna to buy a, ver- uh, a verse. Jay-Z got to block that. Somebody got to block that. I hope so, We man. We can't let Prince, we, we can't let Drake do Prince like that. We can't. <laughs> but uh, another song came out uh, to get to the more recent stuff. Partisan Fontaine, who I'd never heard of before this song, uh, somehow yeah. got a Cardi B feature. He is, I heard of him because of Cardi B. Like, he was the one that um, did the Be Careful. What is oh, okay. it called when they sing? The reference track. He did the Be Careful reference track that was floating around. That was him. Okay. And oh, I so, didn't know it was one floating around. Well, yeah. The before, track. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she, she explained it and everything. It would have, there was a whole thing on Twitter, but um, yeah, no, he he's obviously, I mean, not obviously. I just learned not too long ago he's written for like a bunch of different stars. She's not the only one, so he's like a ghostwriter type guy. But now he's coming out, or he's had a solo career before, but now he's like back at it again with a solo career and really pushing it, pushing it this time. Cool. So, yeah. The song sounds cool to me. Yeah, I liked it. I like him. Well, it's like the sound that I've heard from him. Yeah. I, I can't act like I've known this guy for a long time. No, I just gotta. recently was put just on. Just act like you do. So when the bandwagon people get on, it, you're like, oh, I've been listening <laughs> since, since 2006. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Before he was even making music. But yeah, no, I like I like his lyric. He's a he's a he's a nice artist. Y'all should check him out. Check them out. I'll give them a chance. I'm trying to open my horizons, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not an old I head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how, um, like, this ghostwriting shit don't mean shit now. 
it's kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, he goes right for um, he wrote for Cardi B, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's just like what? But she shouted him out too before yeah. I believe. It's yeah. just so crazy how it's so accepted now. Like mm-hmm. it's no big deal. If this was ten years ago, I disagree. I mean, you don't think it's a bit? You don't think it's not a bit deal? We're talking about female rappers. Let's be honest. A lot of them have ghost writers in the past. Lil Kim had ghost writers. Biggie wrote her entire debut album. Mm. Yeah. So same thing with Foxy Brown. I think she had some writers too at one point. Yeah, um, but Charlie but see, Baltimore. But see, back in that time, it wasn't like floating around just all willy nilly. We knew it was kind of like a, oh, knew. we heard, but nah, people. Knew. But now it's just like, oh yeah, here's the reference track. Like, I mean, until we hear like a Biggie reference track of Lil Kim of a Lil Kim song, like at least you didn't have that. Now it's just floating around like it's no big deal. I still don't know if I buy that because I don't think back in the day people made a big deal about ghostwriting. We knew Dr. Dre was having all his verses written for him. Puff Daddy too. We knew these people weren't rappers like that, but we didn't make, oh, he don't write his own shit. I think the difference is if you claim to be a top lyricist and then we find out, a la Drake. I don't know if we ever had anything like that for like a rapper back in the 90s. So yeah, it would be a big deal if we found out, let's say, Prodigy of Mob Deep had had his verses written for him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or even Jay-Z. It would be a big deal, but nothing like that ever happened with any of the top respected artists. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it never became a big deal because of that. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's still kind of weird because even with them people being out, you still never heard, oh, yeah, he um, so-and-so ghost write it for him. Yeah. Or when you hear Dr. Dre verse, it's not like, oh, yeah, uh, Snoop wrote that verse. It's just like it never, I guess, I guess people never talked about it. But when now heard, it's just so open now. When I heard Puffy verses, I remember we used to guess who wrote it. Because mm. a yeah. lot of times you could hear, wait, this is Nas right here. You could tell the flow. Yeah. yeah. So we did used to guess. We didn't do it with Dr. Dre because he had, you know, a whole team probably. Mm. But with Puffy, we could tell like, okay, this sounds like Nas's cadence right here. <laughs> but um what else is going on? Let's get into some topics, man. A lot of stuff happened. I'm trying to think we should hit on first. Let's go ahead and get into the Kanye rebuild. Ooh. Rebrand <laughs> slash rebuild. So Kanye West, um, of course he announced three albums, one of which I thought was just bullshit, but it might not be now. <laughs> But he just announced that Yandi, his new solo album, is coming out on the 29th. So next Saturday, I believe Man. that is. Oh, wow. So we have that. We have Chance the Rapper, good-ass job, collab album with him, apparently. He keeps tweeting pictures of Chance in the studio. <laughs> so you know he's there. And Him, Kim Kardashian in the studio? Yes. Yeah, and he also put a picture of Jay Z and Beyonce on his Instagram, and Beyonce is wearing Yeezys. Yeah. Oh, he put that picture. I just saw it like on the shade room. Nah, it was on his Instagram. Oh he wow. He put it up, and he said, "Caption family." I didn't even know he was on Instagram. Come Jay-Z. on, man. You didn't uh, know Kanye? Kanye? Yeah. Nah. You didn't oh, know Kanye? I don't, I don't even follow. I don't even follow him on Twitter, oh, and he just started. Bat tweeting for tweeting real, for again. real. Yeah, I didn't know he was active on Instagram. <laughs> yes, he okay. is. He's a narcissist. Of course, he's on social media <laughs> on all platforms. But 
Um, the Jay-Z and Beyonce picture seems to hint that the Watch the Throne 2 will be coming out at some point like he apparently is teasing. <laughs> That'll be interesting. We'll see. But the more juicy thing that he's doing right now, apparently he, I don't know if this is on Instagram Live or what the platform was, mm-hmm. but he has some words for one Drake. And this is what he said. Wait. I might have thought and had the wherewithal. Now, if I, now, if I wasn't in a medicated state, I might have thought and had the wherewithal to say, "Hey, Pusher, don't diss Drake on my beat." And I and I spoke about that and took accountability for that. Now, what I need, what I'm looking for for my spirit to take accountability is the fact that it's people making rumors or thinking that you fuck my wife and you're not saying nothing and you're carrying it like that, that don't sit well with my spirit. You know, if I had a girlfriend from Chicago, her name was Renita, and then you was married to Rihanna, I wouldn't make no song called Riri. So when you're like, oh, I don't know where it come from, you too smart for that, bro. You know where that come from. Don't make no record with nothing that could be confused. Now, I told you, I didn't tell Pusha no information about your baby, baby mama, nothing like that. That didn't come from me. But when you played that record for me, in the studio that said, yo, we got some Kylie's, we got some Kendall's. I told you, Travis is your man. Don't make no record. That's where it ended. There's more. Did you see the rest? I saw the part about Nick Cannon. I didn't see any extended part about this. Was oh, yeah, no, there was said? another There was another video. Like, it extended. Wait, here we go. Uh, now that I'm about the sunken place, I can think and I could just be yay. Well, that's about Nick Cannon. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But... Um, so we heard what he said about Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he read that thread <laughs> about the rumors of Drake smashing Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And now I believe he's upset because Drake has not refuted that rumor. Mm-hmm. So who do y'all think is at fault here? Was Drake wrong to make the Kiki, do you love me reference? Was he being shady here? And should he have to address this rumor at all? Um, for one, I think the real question here is why, why is Kanye just now asking these questions or coming out and saying this? This is, this is like surfaced a long time ago. But it's, it's, to be fair, it has, but it has resurfaced in the past week or so with that long thread is being reported on different sites. Like, no, it, it, it did res- come It resurfaced uh, once Nick Cannon started talking about and it on um, Complex. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I don't think Drake has to apologize about rumors when he didn't start the rumor. He's he's not the one that said it. But, like, he's not... Maybe Nick, Nick Cannon, maybe, because he spoke out publicly about yeah. somebody else's marriage that he didn't have, you know, any place doing, but... Drake doesn't have to because that didn't. He made a song about there were several other women that were linked to Kiki. Yeah. So why should he have to apologize to Kanye about this rumor when there are lots of rumors that go on that they don't publicly address? So it be, but I did see the vid. There was another video that I saw that I'm not sure if you were able to pull up, but um, he was saying that these guys didn't have his phone number or they weren't calling him to talk about these issues. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, why was Kanye not calling them to talk about these issues if he's the one that had the problem with them? Like, if he's the one that has the problem with Drake not apologizing about a rumor, then why didn't he call Drake? Why would Drake call him if he he's not the, he doesn't care? He made the song. He's not addressing the rumor, so why would he reach out to Kanye to 
talk about the rumor. To be fair, Drake does shut down rumors when they're not true. He might not do it via Twitter announcement, but he will tell people. Mm -hmm. He will talk to people. He will talk to TMZ. He will talk to DJ Academics. He will shut down rumors that are not true, or somebody on his team will. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, (laughs) number one, I think this might have actually happened personally but yeah. i have no of course i have no inside information i'm just guessing yeah for him to be addressing it yeah because it's a rumor that's what i'm saying like no one there's no facts to this no one this is all speculation there the, has to been no that's all that's i mean we we judge people like they saw for rumors all the time yeah <laughs> now yeah. so rumors <laughs> might as well be facts at this point yeah to but us. that's the but the only you know it just came from drake's song and there were other girls that drake's been linked to that he could have written the song about that we've seen too so why should he have to apologize he didn't say he he didn't do tell think, people. Do you think he should at least address it and shut it down? Uh, not, no, because okay. if he's not, like Kanye said, if they haven't spoken behind the scenes, why does he need to do anything? I think that's a man-to-man conversation they need to have because it's more than just that song that is obviously an issue between the two of them right now. Oh, yeah. Kanye's saying he told Drake this, that, and the other, but obviously Drake doesn't feel that way or he still feels some type of way if he hasn't. If Kanye feels he needs to shut the rumor down and he hasn't, obviously Drake feels some type of way still. So they need to have conversation, like, s- together, separately, outside of the public, because obvi- why would Drake publicly it say anything? It sounds like Drake is not, like, I feel like Kanye would have called Drake before making this video. You think so? Because I feel like the way Drake is rolling, he just is not fucking with Kanye at all. Yeah. He's do- dropping little lines, dissing them, talking about don't wear no 350s around me. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. dropping a subliminal still. Mm-hmm. And Kanye went out with the public apology on Twitter. Yeah. So... I think Drake is the one who cut off the line of communication here. But Figgy, mm-hmm. what do you think about this whole situation, man? Um, I think Kanye. I'm kind of. I don't know. I don't want to say Kanye full of shit, but I feel like he's too um, defensive yeah. over his shit because he did the same shit with Wiz Khalifa yeah. when he had the weed called KK. Yeah. And he went off talking about. Um, he thought she. He was talking about Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. where he clearly wasn't. And um, I think it's kind of the same situation with this. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, if Kim and um, Drake messed around, but um, I think it's kind of the same thing. I think he kind of, you know, heard the rumors. I don't know. He, pro- I'm sure he heard them before, but now I feel like he kind of getting in this bag where he like, yo, you need to say something. Yeah. And um, I don't know. As far as Drake, I feel like he should, he should at least address it. Because Drake, I mean Kanye did address and say he didn't say all the shit to push her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if if it's not true, if I was Drake, I would be like, yeah, I'm not talking about her, and keep it moving. But um, it's a weird situation, man. It is, and I I wouldn't put it past Drake to even if it didn't happen. He's okay with this rumor being around because yeah. he don't yeah. like Kanye right now. Yeah, because yeah. he knows it's making Kanye feel away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why would so, he apologize if yeah. Drake clearly still feels away? He's making shots. Why would he publicly apologize and say anything? He still feels away. So like, why can, you can't demand an apology out of a man that still feels away? He ain't ready to give it. If he said it, if he apologized, he wouldn't mean it. 
I've noticed you've been a lot more defensive towards Drake ever since you saw him that one night. Yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, have, you have a little twinkle in your eye when when you talk about him now. That was that was a magical <laughs> moment there, you know. But no, but still like I really do feel like Kanye. This is I feel like this is just this whole press thing is bullshit Kanye. Like it's mm. not sincere. I I'm gonna need more from him as far as like I need this to be consistent. Yeah. Behavior from Kanye because his music's coming out. That's why he's acting like this. Yeah. Like and it's an it, we've gotten hints like we we're on to him. We know how he does things now. So it's like um over him right now. He needs to be a little consistent if this is really the true him and how he's feeling. Yeah. I kind of got to the point where I don't give a damn what he do now. Like all this mm-hmm. shit like clearly he's trying to promote himself. Yeah. But, it's annoying. Yeah, but I just need to hear the music. If the music is good, then Hey, you know, I'm sure he'll probably win everybody back. Do y'all have faith that these projects will be good? I hope so. I hope the one with Chance is at least. Yeah. Because Chance at least deserves that himself. Chance is so rare that I think it would severely damage him if he put out a, a mediocre product. Yeah. Because think he, he does not drop mm-hmm. until he's ready to drop and he has something That's in the tank. That's very true. So if he does this microwave nine or a seven song <laughs> thing with some beats made last minute by Kanye. Yeah. I think that hurts his legacy a little bit. Yeah, it could. Because yeah. I think so too. He already, I feel like it's already a chance because. Um, Unintended. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's already something because he working with Kanye. Yeah. And right now people kind of like, ah, fuck Kanye. But um, yeah, I don't know. Far as him making good music again it depends what you call good music. if you if you're looking for college dropout or graduation well, yeah, that's long that's time. that's way good people keep referring to that Mm-mm. they might as well stop it's we're not about to get that again but if you not if you're still holding on to that should you let go of the fact that you're a fan of kanye then i think a real you know, fan like- i think a real i think a real fan was still listen no matter real fans was supporting jesus yeah and um all the uh life of pablo but you know like but at the same time if you're a fan that's wanting him to go back to graduate i mean to college dropout and old kanye and and we live in reality and it's obvious that he's never going back should yeah. you let go of the fact that you're a fan of kanye if you can't get with him now if you're wanting you know if you keep wishing for the past wishing for the past and he's not presenting the past to you shouldn't you should you do you feel like you should just let that go you're not a fan of kanye anymore at that point probably so i feel like we do that for every artist who who had a heyday back when they started off early Mm -hmm. but we will give their music a new chance um to that point i do believe like that kanye has been so long gone yeah i almost think it's weird that somebody would still expect that at this point you know that was over 10 years ago it was Mm -hmm. so and what he's done has been so far left of that yeah. That you should know now. Mm-hmm. But he has teased like he does soul samples again. So yeah. he knows people want that sound again. Yeah. I think he I think the closest to good Kanye we'll get to is the um what's the uh my twisted dark fantasy. I think yeah. I think it is possible for us to get that. 
but uh, and barely that. But I'm I would, saying I would question that too. Because I would probably say Life of Pablo. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably the best Kanye. We- that's that's depressing because I hated yeah. that album. <laughs> really? I was not a fan. I, there are a few songs on it, but no. I think overall, I, I like the, the anticipation. Few, yeah, I like the few stuff on that, but yeah, me too. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it's weird because um, it's a lot of people that like the old Jay-Z, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when he released new stuff, we still enjoy it. And they I mean? my old shit and buy my old albums. Yeah. <laughs> he told y'all. Yeah. But at least he still make good music. It's not it's not like a reasonable doubt or nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's still good. That's <laughs> Kanye, that's his Kanye, he can still do something different, but he not making the good music unintended again <laughs> i think the problem with with kanye now that i'm worried about most of all is that he has gotten into he's lo- starting to love the quick release the i'm a creator i just had to create and put it out there that whole rollout with the whole month it was a good idea in theory it was fun but it did when i found out that the music was being finished at the last second literally and it sounded in a lot of ways like it was thrown together at the last minute. That's what hurts it. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about with this new solo album and the Chance album and the Watch the Throne 2, maybe. Which I don't think Jay is going to let Kanye fuck around with that one. Yeah. yeah. But I'm worried that it's, it's too much too soon. You need time to bake some good music. Yeah. You can't just throw it out there once you think you're done with it and just make a beat real quick, put some verses real quick and just put it out there. Yeah. I think he's thirsty to redeem his image. <laughs> so that's why he wants to put out like a do over for his last album. Mm-hmm. But it's too soon. You just put out that album. It's only yeah. been what a couple months. Didn't even do a tour or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No music videos. That's how no you know nothing. the album was bad. Yeah. Because no music videos. That's some, yeah. Yeah, like you didn't do a tour, no, nothing. So I'm not saying you need all that, but I need the music to be worked on a little bit more than a month. Like yeah. even though you know you think you're a genius and yeah. you don't need to do what everybody else does, no. If you want to have proper produced music with a proper quality, mm-hmm. it needs more than a month to make. That's just me. And that's why I miss the old days, man, where you had to submit your album yeah. a couple months before and all this other stuff. You wouldn't just make something in a week and just, mm-hmm. oh, there yeah. you go, that's it. You got to take time and be like, all right, is these the 11 songs you want to do? Let's go through all 50 of these songs again and let's get the best 11 where you had to take your time. It, take, it took a, at least a year to get everything together. Mm-hmm. So you know you would you know you work hard on that song. But with the whole, you know, two weeks. Yeah. I go to um fucking Wisconsin or whatever for two weeks mm-hmm. and you make an album and put it out take a picture of the cover art on your, on your way, way to, to the, the album release. Yeah. yeah. Just, I just don't get it, man. It's 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 I don't know. It kind of took the whole feeling of music away. It yeah. did. And they talk about this on a Joe Budden podcast too, how apparently Everybody who used to work with him said they would he would make them redo their verses like forty times. Oh yeah. He yeah. would he would be insistent that the song is perfect. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. then. Like he made Nicki Minaj redo her voice her her voice so many times. Her Chris verse. Rock. Everybody who he she he had worked with at that time. Mm-hmm. And now I very much doubt he's making anybody do their verse forty times Again. in a row. Yeah. He's just putting it out there. Yeah. But I'll listen. 
because of course we have to. We got to. So um something else that went on this weekend or this week that was kind of controversial. Cat Williams and Kevin Hart are officially in the beef again. <laughs> so Cat Williams goes on his radio station. I forget where. I want to say Detroit, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong. Um, mm-hmm. He went on his radio station and apparently just dissed everybody <laughs> in the comedy game. Um, I watched the interview. I thought it was – he. I felt like he came in there with the agenda to shit on everybody, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the interview – it starts out with um, he has a new special coming out on Netflix, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked him, like, uh, so uh, what what goes into making a new special? Because I know you're one of the best at it. And he's like, well, I'm very glad you said that I'm one of the best because, you know, I really am. I have <laughs> six more specials <laughs> than Dave Chappelle. I have seven more specials than Chris Rock. I have eight more specials than Richard Pryor. So... <laughs> In the first 30 seconds of your interview, you're trying to shit on the biggest legends in comedy ever. Yeah. To say you're better than them because you have more specials. I feel Mm. like comedians are the most openly competitive people. Like, they're the most openly, they talk shit about each other. Like, they're just very ugly towards one another. We kind of underrate their beef. Yeah. Comedians, we have us a good beef. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. It it seems like that. I think it's more public now because of the era we're in. I think back in the day, a lot of comedians didn't like each other either, but we just didn't hear about it. They just talked shit like during but, the shows, yeah. which wasn't recorded and anything exactly. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's a lot got more radio and stuff like that. We, we see Mike Epps talking about Kevin Hart, too. Yeah. Bison, Love, like all these people. But the juicy part, and I have the clip of what uh, Cat Williams was talking about. He basically took this opportunity in the interview to go in on everybody, and this is what that sounded like. Who don't think they got something to say? The fact of the matter is what makes a great comedy special is if 100 people talk at the same time that you're talking, are you saying something different than them people are saying? No. Mm. Because if you are, then you deserve a special. And if you don't, you're going to find out you're not special. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to let you do your special, Gerard Carmichael, but nobody's going to watch it. Mm-hmm. They're going to let you be a star, Lil Rel, but you're ugly. Shots out of nowhere. <laughs> and white oh, people yeah. don't believe in ugly <laughs> stars. They think you have to be somebody that women want to sleep with and men want to be. But because we black, they say, oh, you don't even deserve that. So you get Kevin Hart, Lil Rel, Gerard Carmichael, uh, all in a row, Hannibal Burris, just dudes that no woman would talk to in Lenox Mall, something. let alone you making a movie stars. Why? Because you know ain't nobody going to sleep with them. You only got Tiffany Haddish. She's been doing comedy since she was 16. You can't tell me your favorite Tiffany Haddish joke. Why? Because she ain't done a tour yet. Mm -hmm. She ain't done a special. She has not Mm. proven the ability to tell jokes back to back for an hour to nobody. And they already ready to down Monique and up somebody Mm. who has showed them Girls Trip. (laughs) Did you think she wrote Girls Trip goofball? Or do you think that was already a script and they handed it to her? It's up to you, whatever you want to believe. I. So yeah, Mm. uh, I like how he threw Monique in there. Like we try, or they try to down Monique. Well, they break her up. He started off talking about the Monique situation, and his argument, and it's weird because at first he shitted on Monique for complaining about it, and then he like took her side against 
Tiffany Haddish for some reason. But basically, he was saying the reason that she didn't get a lot of money from Netflix or a lot of money offered from Netflix is because she does not sell a lot of tickets. Whereas Kevin uh, or Cat Williams claimed he sold 2.4 million tickets. And that's why he got $2 million from Netflix. Mm. And Kevin Hart kind of Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish showed up on uh, Breakfast Club earlier this week. And they talked about it. Kevin Hart came in mad. <laughs> what, yeah, was it today? Or well, the it, interview today. dropped today. Okay, I don't know yeah. when it actually occurred, so I'm, okay. taking, I'm trying to be technical. So, yeah, no, no, I was you, no. You said earlier this week. <laughs> no, yeah, this, I, okay. the podcast will drop on Saturday. I don't know when this thing came out, so I'm just <laughs> yeah. being liberal with yeah. it. Yeah, but anyway, um, here's a little bit of what uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart had to say in defense of his friend Tiffany Haddish. So if I'm looking at people that share my craft, I'm going to bring up the people that Cat Williams name: mm-hmm. Little Rel, Gerard Carmichael, mm-hmm. uh, Hannibal Burris, myself, Tiffany Haddish. Correct. Little Rel is seeing so much success after doing a special relevant. He went on to do Get Out. He now has a show that he's producing and starring in on Fox. Gerard Carmichael had his own show that he starred, wrote, produced. Gerard Carmichael is on to his second special. Hannibal Burris saw success within comedy specials and is now doing various movies where he's getting the opportunity to have features and to have a mm-hmm. presence. Me, Kevin Hart, the guy that sits on top right now, have taken advantage of all the money that I have. I've shot over 56 specials for the up-and-coming generation of comedy. Why? Because I'm trying to create opportunities for others. So rather than complaining yeah. about it, mm-hmm. I'm fixing it. Mm. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. I also take full responsibility for any and everything that I've done in the fucking business, mm-hmm. good or bad. My frustration with Cat Williams comes from, you keep pointing at Hollywood. Hollywood this, the white man, this, this, and this. When do you take responsibility for your actions? You had the shot. Cat was in that position at one you point. You were the guy. Yeah. You were set up to be the star. You didn't show up to work. You fucked off promo shoots. You fucked off your promo fucking uh, trips that they had set up for you. You became a risk to the studios, which is why the studios stopped fucking with you. Why was he a risk? He chose drugs. Oh, okay. Take responsibility for what you chose and say, you know what? I got to fix me, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to stand up for comedy. Mm -hmm. So when you say Tiffany Haddish doesn't deserve or isn't really a comedian, and these other women have worked hard, which they have. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Melanie Camacho. Shouts out to Lou Nell. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to Leslie Jones, who are all underneath the umbrella of Cat Williams. Cat Williams, have you ever used your platform to fucking bring the people that were under you up? Mm. You haven't. So because you haven't, don't shit on those that now are. Okay. (laughs) So, having taken these bits of audio into consideration, Mm -hmm. and since we always have to choose a side in beef, (laughs) since you know how it goes, (laughs) who do you guys think is right here and why? I agree with Kevin Hart because, um, yeah, like that last that last point was did it for me. Like, how can you shit on others when they're trying to help the community, you know, trying to help your peers versus shitting on them? Yeah. Yeah, Why not? Why would you do that? So, yeah, but I did hear. Well, I'll let y'all get into it because I did hear Kat um, come out and apologize. Yeah, yeah, apparently he did apologize to Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Um, he bowed to her. Yeah, which which is kind of weird to me because it's not like this was a accidental comment. 
Yeah. He threw her name out there when nobody else mentioned it, yeah. which means he's had this on his mind. Yeah. So, I mean, he was right to apologize, but... I mean, the stuff he said about Kevin Hart, too, everything, the whole rant. Yeah. You really can't take that back because that's what was in your heart. Yeah. yeah. It's so. crazy because uh, when I seen the headline, I only heard the, uh, well, I only seen the part where he said Tip, he pretty much shit in on Tiffany Haddish saying she wasn't funny. Yeah. And couldn't do a tour, something, which I could kind of understand. But, um, you know, headlines take shit out of content all the time mm -hmm. so he could have been saying something else so i was kind of like oh they probably just switched it up a little bit mm -hmm. but he was really ranting yeah but um yeah as far as who i agree with i agree with um cat williams really no i'm, jo I'm joking <laughs> i'm joking i was like I, wow I, I, I think it's pretty obvious that uh he was wrong in this yeah, yeah. and it's cool uh a lot of people feel like tiffany had is not that funny they might feel like she's a little irritating, but mm -hmm. but you can't really um, hate or downplay what Kevin Hart been doing because the people the people he brung up are really doing something. Mm -hmm. and I mean, Rail got a show on Fox. Um, it's a terrible show, by the way. But I'm really? glad Have you, you watched it. it. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> I watched the first episode. It's not good. What is it that I haven't? It's basically a sit. It's like a sitcom, but it's. A bad one. I'll just put it like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's the writing. I don't know if he has enough creative control. But it has a laugh track that's really annoying too. It's just really? yeah. yeah. It, it's not very good from what I saw. Yeah, I, I was kind of excited to see it because um, one person I've been kind of rooting for too was just hilarious. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel, you know I, I like rooting for people like that. But um, anyway, um, yeah, I just didn't get it. Him shitting on this. Yeah. And it and Kevin Hart, I I don't think he um I don't think we played this this part, but he did mention how it's kind of like crabs in the barrel, mm -hmm. how um you you don't hear people like Steve Martin or Bob Saget and all this other stuff shitting on the people coming up. Yeah, they kind of sit back and kind of enjoy it and let them do their thing, but when it comes to black comedians, you always got these people that been in the game shitting on the people that's trying to come up. Yeah. And so, um, I I honestly respect Kevin Hart. I don't. I, don't, I think he's a little overrated, <laughs> but I I can't hate on this man because he's bringing in people that are booming right now that are on TV and on these shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Movies. So he are he he is giving people chances and he is making outlets for people that's on um, Instagram and stuff like that could get a chance. Yeah. So I feel like Cat Williams was <laughs> I feel like he was a little hating. He could have been on some drugs or something. That's what I was thinking just start, too. Yeah. He but probably um, was definitely on something. Could be, could be. I don't want to assume anything, mm -hmm. but it might be the case. Um to to Cat Williams point. I, since I have to be the bad guy here, <laughs> since somebody has <laughs> to present course. the alternate view. <laughs> um I do think there is a rite of passage in, in terms of comedy, really in any profession. People want to feel like you've earned your spot going through the same rigors as everybody else. Now, I know Tiffany Haddish has been in the grind. She's been at this comedy thing for a while. But the fact is, she only really blew up off that movie girls trip. And it seems like after that, it's like, okay, let's put her on TV. Let's give her an Emmy. Let's put her on the, give her a special. And it's 
like, wait a minute, where'd this come from? That's you know, what what happened to I can understand how somebody can kind of say, you know, the fix is in a little bit, even though, like I said, she had and Kevin and I talked about this, too. She was sleeping in her car at one point. Mm -hmm. She was homeless and she did have to struggle to get where she is. But I can see how to a comedian looking on the outside. Yeah. It's like, where does she come from? All of a sudden, she is getting a special over Monique. It's it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like the hip hop game. Like, it's some. I'm sure it's some old rappers looking at Cardi B like, what the fuck? Yeah. She ain't put in the grind like I did back in the day. But it's a different time now. Music it's, is different because we know industry plants are a real thing. Yeah, we yeah, know that true. the industry chooses people, but comedy is a little bit different. But pe I mean, in comedy, you necessarily don't have to put in that same grind Cat Williams had to put in, or people yeah. back in that day. You get look at Just Hilarious. She, you know, she kind of blew up off of Instagram to be real. Now she do do shows and stuff like that, but you can't really get mad once she get that spotlight and be like, oh, you ain't put in the grind and all this. It's a different time now. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're not selling tapes time. out the car. You know what I mean? And to be fair, Cat Williams kind of had that push coming out, too. When he got in that spot on uh, Friday, Friday After Next, mm -hmm. yeah. then he put out Pimp Chronicles, which is still a classic. Yeah. One of the yeah. funniest specials of all time. He used to be, have a reoccurring role on My Wife and Kids. Yeah. He used to have, yeah, like a different time and he just sounds like an old head that is bitter versus helpful yeah in the new time of comedy ultimately i have to agree i mean i don't think tiffany haddish is funny enough to carry her own special either mm. i don't and i i would probably watch a monique special over a tiffany haddish special if i had to choose yeah. that being said i can't knock the hustle um one thing about kevin hart i'm not a fan either but you can't deny this man has worked hard. Yeah. Like, he still works hard to this day, even when he doesn't have to, because he has more than enough money to just lay up and retire. Mm -hmm. but yeah, he still which other going. comedians did. Yeah. They, they slowed down. Mike Epps was on top at one point. Yeah. yeah. And what happened to him? It was Cat Williams, you know, had the spotlight at one point. And, then, and Kevin Hart said drugs and all this other. Yeah. He started. So. Um, it's bitterness, I feel, because. It's hard to accept that you had it and lost it and it's not coming back. Cat Williams had it. it he had the bag and he fumbled it. Yeah. yeah. He really had he, he had everybody's attention. He could have been as big a star he, as Kevin Hart is now. But if yeah. he but that's another thing I don't understand too why he's so upset and why he spoke out like this when and like from my perspective he was kind of getting back to a place where people were checking for him again. Like yeah. he was, you know, his shows were doing well and like he could have gotten or can still get to the point where Tiffany Haddish has gotten faster. But, you know, he's, his rebrand seemed to be doing well for him. So I don't understand why he Cat Williams? Out. Nah, I, don't, I think he's burned too many bridges. Yeah. And $2 million for a special for Cat Williams, like that's probably chump change compared to what he used to get used to, yeah. Yeah. when he was on top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what? Uh, Kevin Hart got like $40 million, he said, for his special in comparison. So you getting $2 million, that, nah. Yeah, he probably, I feel like he probably would have been, um, I ain't going to say washed up, but right now he probably would have been a little washed around this time anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. But he could have still been uh, like a successful, funny actor mm -hmm. uh, appearing in, you know, newer movies and stuff like this. But, um I don't know. It's just weird, man. Yeah. And I, and then, um, oh yeah, I want to address the 
the Monique comment thing mm-hmm. because a lot of people have been um, saying, oh, look at Tiffany had kind of been put. Tiffany have had this over Monique. Mm-hmm. But I think people been doing that for the simple fact that Monique said, um, um, I guess she, she pulled the gender card thing, yeah. the black gender card. Like, um, they not giving black women a chance or whatever. But um, we was like, look at Tiffany Haddish. She mm-hmm. she got a Netflix special. And uh, how's they being racially biased towards her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think yeah, when he said that, I feel like he kind of said that because of that. Probably. And to be honest, she is not Monique in that yeah. she is not controversial. Yeah. To the studios. Yeah. I don't, I th- she plays it safe. I think Monique is, um, if I had to compare them to, or, um, yeah, if I had to compare them to, I would I would give the edge to Monique. I mean, I, f- I feel like she's been in the game longer. And yeah. Mm-hmm. She, but if you're, if you're the studio and you know that Monique is the outspoken person who will shit on anybody and anything, yeah. and you have Tiffany Haddish, who was honestly just happy to be famous mm-hmm, happy yeah. and to getting be money, mm-hmm. who are you going to choose? Tiffany, of, of course. Of course, she's the less and, problematic person for pl- your studio. And plus, she's the hot person right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen what Monique can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... I've heard of why people don't want to work with her. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but Monique is cool for the white people. I mean, not Monique, but uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish. Haddish yeah. Yeah. Keeps it safe. She could, she could go on Ellen. So, um, speaking of Breakfast Club interviews, we played a little bit of Machine Gun Kelly coming in to celebrate the Browns winning one game after five years, basically. And his album is out, or yes. EP is out. He dropped the EP. We forgot to put that in the new releases, but he dropped the EP. Figgy, give her a quick review of that. How'd you feel about it? Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. and um, We talked about it earlier um, off the podcast, but um, I always thought MGK was a great rapper. I thought um, I I love him because the simple fact he grind his ass off, he worked his ass off to get where he at, but um, he never made a song for me, mm-hmm. so I never got through any of his albums. It, you know, it's, it kind of went for me, but this album or EP, whatever it is, this project, mm-hmm. I felt like it was a good project. I got through it all. I felt like it was good. It was straight rap. So uh, I think it was a solid nine albums. Were there, were there it, any Eminem shots on it? No, it, he he did have Rap Devil on it. Oh, okay, that's true. And I listened to it again, and it sounded a lot better. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, like this Smart really move. a good song outside. Smart move. This really a good song outside the disc. Like it's a good song. Yeah. But um, yeah, the production on there was pretty good. Um, I think it was solid. I think it was a smart marketing move for him. Of course. Because I don't think he was planning on putting the album out or project. Now, mm-hmm. to that point, people are speculating that the Eminem and the MGK beef might be a little fabricated hmm. to boost both of their sales. I, man, did, did I say that last week? Or I might have said it on Twitter or, or in the comment or something. Yeah. I've been saying that. Like, white people is smart. <laughs> they probably both got together and um, decided to do that, that because both of them... That's why I can't say somebody lost, because mm-hmm. yeah. both Eminem album sales went out the roof. Yeah, this lat this Kamikaze album. Yeah, his um his new diss song pretty much went out the roof on YouTube. MGK is his song went out the roof. So who who really lost? Yeah. 
on the same label too. Yeah. And it is kind of interesting. Wait, are they on the same label? Interscope. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, MGK is through Bad Boy and Interscope. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. So that it is kind of interesting how quick Rap Devil came out. Yeah. Yeah. And. I'm not saying I want to believe it's real. I I, I want to hope that we all didn't just get fooled. Fooled by an industry yeah, scheme. Yeah, <laughs> because that would really be disappointing. I don't think. So. I don't know. I but don't think. Those listening to it, it makes you think. You had to take into account that these beef, like the nothing was that was said was really too vicious. Yeah. So there's I, that too. And I I kept telling people Eminem, if it was somebody else, if it was somebody like a Jay Z, Eminem would have went crazy yeah but he this was like the most generic diss song eminem can do so yeah he, i don't know man i but that was my theory that they both doing this as a marketing thing yeah i mean it's possible i'm not gonna put anything past the industry I, at I, this point i wouldn't be surprised if it came out that way yeah but um just looking at the interview i feel like it's a legit problem MGK had with Eminem. It seemed like he really didn't like it, him. It seemed like it was real problems yeah. with him, I guess, trying to get shelved and all yeah. his other stuff. Yeah, blackballed. Apparently, there was a call made, according to Machine Gun Kelly, mm-hmm. a conference call basically saying that his project was going to be on the shelf. So um, it's possible, but given the interview and given Machine Gun Kelly's attitude during it, I don't think he's that good of an actor. I know he he's an actor now, but yeah. I didn't think he was that good. I ain't so, shit. I didn't even know he was an actor. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently he's been in movies. He was. He got some movies coming up. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Niggas love to boost up the fact that they're in movies. Yeah, yeah. No, even when in, it's a Redbox exclusive. Man, no, he was in this Netflix movie. Of course, case in point. Gosh. AKA Redbox yes. special. It <laughs> was good though. Nicholas Cage get a new. Netflix movie every three months. <laughs> so, um, what else is going on? Uh, you want to get a little serious real quick, or you want to go into? Some can, I was trying to make first. sure I ain't had nothing else on the MGK shit. Oh yeah, the interview. Basically, he also confirmed that he's really not going to put anything else out in far in terms of a diss. He said he, he has said, something in the cut. I didn't believe that. Honestly, you know, <laughs> really? He said he put it back in when he heard the. He diss put it song. back in the holster. Yes. He <laughs> it. I didn't believe that. I didn't think he was going to go past this song. I hope it stayed like this because yeah. I can't take another generic diss. Eminem said every. I mean, not Eminem, but MGK said everything he could possibly possibly say about. Him. Yeah. Unless he got some type of dirt that we don't know. It's possible. It it could be, but, but I'm over the whole white rat yeah. beef thing, man. And then Eminem already <laughs> said, like, I'm doing this once and it's over. At the beginning of a comic, uh, not Kamikaze, uh, Kill Shot. Yeah. yeah. So even if MGK comes back, we already know Eminem's not going to. <laughs> so at this point, like, just, just let it be. And it whoever is. picks the winner. Whoever you like more, basically. I'm kind of shocked he did. Uh, Emin- not Eminem. God damn. Um, MGK didn't respond to um, G Easy because G Easy did drop a diss song. Oh yeah. Yeah. He dropped it after the, uh, the MGK freestyle. But if you have a chance to go against Eminem, why divide your attention into going against G Easy? I don't yeah. think any of G Easy's fans care about a rap beef. Yeah, no. that's the thing. I didn't even think he had fans. And he also confirmed that he smashed uh, G Easy's girl too. On yeah, this interview. MGK did. Yeah, yeah. Hosley. 
Hang, yeah, Aslan? I looked her up too. She really ain't that fine. I wouldn't be bagging. She's about really popular. Really? She, yeah. No, she, she got a popular song. Yeah. yeah. She's, okay. Yeah. No, she's really popular. I don't really see it. But, yeah. All right. Pop world. Different or... cultural standards and beauty. <laughs> now I got a question too. Yeah. Uh, then we could jump off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, now MGK did. Um, he kind of got a little sad when talking about the whole Mac Miller thing, mm-hmm. and he did confirm that he's still doing drugs and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where would we rank MGK? How how would his legacy be if he was some something was to happen to him? Top five. Top, top five. Top five. Top yeah. five. <laughs> um. I mean, think, I don't know enough about him, honestly. I don't yeah. listen to his music. So where would he rank? Far as like, let's say white rappers. White rappers, he'd be top five because name many name name five. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I could name five, but most of them are not. Very good. Yeah. Uh, you got say Eminem. Vanilla, Eminem, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice is not up there, man. <laughs> Come on now. You got Eminem. You got... Uh, MGK. Paul Logic, Wall. A lot of Paul people forget Wall. Paul Wall. Paul is he considered Wall. white? Yes, he is white. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was like Hispanic or something. No. Uh, Paul Wall is white. Ah. Yeah. He never said... I never heard him say nigga. Yeah, nah. He <laughs> so he definitely he's married to a black woman. Yeah. But um, there's actually a really good podcast with Arian Foster and Paul Wall. I got to watch that. That is a that. really good episode, man. I learned mm-hmm. things I did not know about Paul Wall, and I've been listening to his music for since he came out. Yeah. Wow. So he talked about his family. You just got to hear it. Yeah. It's a good interview. It's a we got to get podcast. him on, man. Who? Aaron Paul, Foster or no, Paul Wall? But, well, we all know we got to get Aaron yeah. Foster on, but I would love to sit here and talk to Paul Wall. Yeah, of course. Yeah, me too. Of course. Did I tell you all the time he reached out to me during oh. Hurricane yeah, Harvey? Yeah, you did. What? Yeah, so um, working Hurricane Harvey, we were stuck here at the station, mm-hmm. and so people was call, trying to get in touch with different people to talk on there but mm-hmm. i was trying to get like houston people celebrities and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah and uh i reached out to paul Wall. i think i don't know if i messaged messaged him on um, like instagram or email or something uh-huh. but i got back to the hotel and i was on the phone with my dad so this houston area code popped oh, okay. up yeah. so i'm like i'm like dad let me call you but i thought it was somebody from the job yeah and uh i answered he like hey is this edward uh-huh. i'm like yeah he like, hey, this Paul Wow. <laughs> I was just sorry it took so long to call you back. I'm like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, I was telling them, you know, trying to get them, you know, on the show to talk about Hurricane Harvey mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, he was say? down He was down for it. So I'm like, cool. I'm like, I got your number. His number was on the phone. So I'm mm-hmm. like, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll I hit you out tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to get out there. I'm like, yeah, you can always come on the show. Yeah. And this was this was when you was working Galanda Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, we got a night show that's real though. We had, you know, everybody on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, cool, yeah, I've been trying to get up there. So I'm like, cool, I'll lock your number in. And um and what I didn't know was um whenever you on the phone, somebody call in, that call that called in don't record. That don't go on the uh on the um call log. So I didn't get his number. On your phone? Yeah. Okay. So I Wait, tried that's... to, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you was on the phone with somebody, I called you, and you click, you know, you click over and talk to me, that number ain't going to go down on the call log. So I didn't have his number. 
So I couldn't even call him. Oh, damn. Uh, I see what you mean now. Oh, you see damn. what I'm saying? So, yeah. so that's crazy. I couldn't get in touch with him since. That sucks. Yeah, dang, that sucks. I yep. see Fred tweeting at him. Yeah. Every now and again. Yeah. But I'm so mad about that. Yeah. Like, God damn. I'm going to try to reach out to him again. It'll, it'll yeah. Happen. If it's meant to happen, don't happen, man. Yeah. Just bless that's up. That's true. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> uh, I had a kind of serious topic to talk about. I don't know how interested y'all are in talking about it because I think it will divide the rest of the oh, three man. white people who still listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, um, but I think it's worth discussing. What's discussion. Um, so, I guess people found out today that the National Museum of African American Culture and History, it's the Smithsonian Museum, is going to have a hip hop exhibit. Mm-hmm. And they announced, I don't know if they announced today, but I guess people found out today yeah. that the person curating it, which means the person who's basically going to run it, put it together, all that, is a white woman named Timothy Ann Burnside. Mm-hmm. Now, this is causing a little bit of drama on social media. Um, there are people defending the choice and saying that it doesn't matter that she's white. Um, she knows what she's doing and she's qualified. Funny enough, the woman who started the tag of uh, Oscar is so white. Her name is uh I forget her name now. Ryan something and oh, I can't remember. But the woman who started that hashtag, mm-hmm. she is defending this and she's asking basically like, how do you know who who applied and who was qualified? And the general excuses we people give. <laughs> when yeah. a black yeah. person doesn't get a job, yeah. like how you know how many black people even applied for it, yeah. which I thought was kind of funny, but um, that opens up a bigger conversation of should a white person, male or female, be in charge of something like this? Could you argue for it or against it? Do you feel any type of way about this being run by this lady? Um, I would prefer it be ran by a black person just because that that's who originated the culture. But at the same time, we get upset when we feel that people are appropriating the culture. And if she's someone that actually support, not to say that she, I can imagine that she supports black people or she um, can um, shows empathy to the things that black people go through. If she's willing to and wanting to do something of the sort, then why not um, be not happy why not support her that's fine like you at least she's white and she's standing up for black people as far as she's supporting the hip-hop culture there's not enough that people that do that so why would we want to tear her down there should we want other white people i would imagine to be as hip as she is to the struggles of black people so why why are we shaming her there's nothing wrong i don't think there's anything wrong with it okay yeah figgy (laughs) Um, it's kind. I hate. I hey. I hate to keep saying it's kind of weird, but this is, to me, this is a weird situation because it's a lot of black people that's pretty much fluent in hip hop, mm-hmm. if not most. And um, out of all people, you find a you know the only person that got the job was a white person. That's it's kind of weird. I'm not you know like I said. I'm more for anybody. If you could do the job, and you're you was the best person they picked then hey you know ain't nothing we can really do about it but uh and and then too at the same time you don't know that she's not going to incorporate certain people 
she's just the one that's putting it together. You don't know what she's going to do with it. Like, you don't know who she's going to. She could um, reach out to certain people to help her, you know, bring it together and bring it to life. So well, that's likely what's going to happen. Yeah. But should her name be front and center as a curator for that part? This? I don't know. That um, I'm not sure. It, it's funny. We was talking about it earlier. It's weird how we take certain things and kind of be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was thinking, um, say, say for instance, uh, a white school decided to celebrate Black History Month. And they do a whole play, but there's, there's no black people mm-hmm. in it. Black people will be upset about that. Because they feel like, oh, you should at least, how you going to do a play with no black people and represent Black History Month, blah, blah, blah. But if a white person don't celebrate Black History Month, we will still be upset because it's like you're not acknowledging Black History Month. I think there's a medium between those two. I don't know because... You can have a Black History Month thing and put black people in it but if it's so when i don't think it, it has to be either you but, you either have all white people or not but when if it. it was an all-white school we still got schools that's mostly white yeah yeah but he's saying like he's saying <laughs> like I when if like it's have a problem when if the only qualified person to put something together was white like should they not do it here's because the, because a lot of black people have a problem with when a white person is running something like that. Mm-hmm. But they also have a problem with white people not really doing anything for Black History Month. Yeah, that's the thing, too. That's why it's like a... It's it's a slippery... Not a slippery slope, but it's just back and forth because you can't get upset at white people for supporting black people, but then you talk about white people when they don't. Or but you talk about white people when they steal from the culture and don't give people the... You know, don't give them the credit. So why, if there, I think there is, there. I think I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. I I think there is a medium between acknowledging it and Mm -hmm. running it, and that's where I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's one thing. I'd rather, I guess, there be a hip hop exhibit run by a white person than none at all. But I'd rather it be a black person running it, and. Looking at the general hip-hop landscape, I've been looking at a lot of the voices who cover hip-hop now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but a lot of the voices who seem to have a critical voice that is, you know, put out to the masses seems to be white. People who cover it. Look at Complex, one of the biggest media companies covering hip-hop now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I was just about to ask. All white. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, how do you feel about white people owning record labels hip-hop record labels that, yeah. look that fight has been lost okay <laughs> hip so hip-hop has sold out a long time ago that that fight once mainstream once the major labels came in that was done yeah. Yeah. so there's it's, it's there's no a, going back from that yeah i know that but it's, it seems like people don't mention that at all it's like let's 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 go independent let's make our own but it's kind of like oh. it's too late they like they're like I know it's too late. You, we no can't one, we can't go back and take over. Yes, but it's like we complaining about this, but it's like damn. But look who's running hip hop. Is 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 you got Diddy? You know what I mean? Maybe Jay Z, but at the end of the day, you know a white person own these songs and these records mm-hmm. and run this shit. 
So let's look at the bigger picture then. Instead of, you know, kind of... We can't... Shaming this girl. We can't control who controls music. Okay? That the the music companies are too powerful now. Yeah. That and hip hop is too profitable for us to take it back. Okay, that's just the truth of it. But I feel like what we can control are the voices who speak for it and cover the history of it. These are winnable fights, and I think it's important to make sure that hip hop is chronicled by people who are of the culture and really can understand it. Yeah. That's why I have a problem with Complex. That's why I have a problem with DJ Vlad. That's why I have a problem with these people outside who just came in because hip-hop is hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like Pitchfork, <laughs> who is one of the most revered music sites, they have the final word on how good or trash a rap album is, yeah. which yeah. they really know. about. And yeah. like I said, I don't want to drive away our white listeners. No, but I don't I, think so, man. Our white listeners cool. But I yeah. want to have an honest conversation with a white person who is a real hip hop head. Yeah. yeah. Because I do wonder how they feel about it. Like how like I know white people know about rap and hip hop. But mm-hmm. do you really feel it when people say, "Oh, my favorite rapper was Tupac." Like a white person says this. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. When you hear his lyrics, yeah, you can look up when he when Tupac said, uh, it's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now oh, Huey's dead. dead. Yeah. Even if you looked up on Rap Genius and said, Oh, he's talking about Huey P. Newton, did you feel what Tupac said? Did you feel the emotion, how we felt when we heard that line? Yeah. I like, do you really feel hip hop in your heart? Because it is spoken from a black perspective. Yeah. And I wonder, like, are you just nodding your head to the beat? Do you just like it because it's a cool thing to do? Or how, how how do you translate the energy of hip hop into your life? Can you? I just want to know. And see, and see, um, and see, I, I feel what you're saying. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But, um, I say this all the time. We, us as black people, we make anything look cool. We talked about this last week with yeah. the whole fashion thing. We make people want to do shit. So hip hop was one of them. Mm-hmm. We, we, um, it's a long story on where it started and all this other shit. And I don't want to get into that, but we started hip hop mm-hmm. and we made all, we, we took all these songs and made it cool to listen to. And, um, I don't know. I wouldn't question a white person on why they listen to Tupac or anything like that. But that music, you was cool if you was listening to rap. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like rap. My dad really didn't like rap like that. But um, you was the cool person if you listened to Tupac or stuff like that. So they probably didn't understand where we came from. Uh, or they, they probably didn't feel how we felt. You know what I mean? Because Tupac probably grew up like how we did. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, some people get into, I agree with you, some people do get into it for the business. And that's what, um, that's what Dame Dash was saying about, who who was it? Who was the guy? He was, Uh, uh, Lior. Lior, yeah. He was, um, yeah, he was, that's what what he was calling him out for, Mm -hmm. calling him a a culture vulture. Yeah. But, um, you got that from his interview, though. Huh. 
I mean, I could pick that up from his interview. Lior is definitely a culture yeah. vulture. Yeah. Right now. But. Yeah, but I think it's some legit white people who really do like rap music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my guy Fred Davis. Yeah. I feel like it's genuine. I don't feel like he doing it because, oh, yeah, I just want to be cool. That's what I'm like, saying, like, for this lady, you know, because maybe she legitimately is like Fred Davis. Like, she really does like the culture. She's a fan of the culture just like we are. So why sh- shit on those white people that are actually genuine and care when there's not there's few, they're few and far in between. Here's what I question about that though, mm-hmm. because I feel like we as a culture, like we like to give white people major props or major adulation or whatever for doing the minimal black shit. Yeah. For example, yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah, yeah. We talk. Uh, remember, uh, have you seen that video of Baker Mayfield dancing and he's like doing a little Millie Rock and doing all that? Everybody's retweeting that like, oh damn, oh may- oh oh, he's invited to the cookout. Yeah. First off, he's not dancing good, <laughs> and if a black person danced like that, they get clowned. But it's like, okay, he got a, the the barest minimum of rhythm in him, so oh, he's down. Oh, mm. same. Let's thing. be clear, he's down. Yeah, he's with the he's with the brown, so he's invited to the cookout. <laughs> no, I'm 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 messing with you. I'm same thing with, with that that white girl who sang M.O.P. Oh, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's cool. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. That's cool that that's her thing, but a lot of people could rap M.O.P. And we don't look at them like, oh, my God. But mm-hmm. since it's her, oh, cute little white girl, yeah, we oh, she's down. Yeah. I, see, I, I don't know a lot about this lady, but yeah. part of me does wonder if we just have that innate, oh, she's white and she knows Ninth Wonder and Rhapsody, which mm-hmm. means clearly she knows a lo- she's down. Yeah. She understands. Yeah. Whereas y- you can pick so many, and I'm not saying people are better at it, mm-hmm. but people definitely know more than her about hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People I, in the culture. Yeah. yeah. So It's probably not just about that because, um, like I said, you got to, like, yeah, you got to know the culture, of course, but it's probably more to that. And probably wasn't no black people qualified in the other parts. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot about it. But I'm sure I probably couldn't get that job because I probably don't have a college. Well, I don't have a college degree. And she probably got way more shit than me outside of the hip-hop shit. So I understand that. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was saying. um, So I kind of get it. It's it's super weird, though, because I feel like that's something you got to, you know, have somebody. It it got... it got to be, I ain't going to say it got to be somebody black, but it's just weird out of all the people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It is. And I understand that argument that maybe she was the best qualified. All I'm saying as a counter to that is people, you can use that excuse to explain why a lot of places why a are lot of black only people don't, white. Yeah. Imagine if every business said, well, you know, the only qualified applicants were white. What can we do? Yeah. Did you know who applied? What if the Oscar is so white thing, if the Oscar people came out and said, or Hollywood just came out and said, you know, there's not that many black actors. You know who auditioned? Not many. Yeah. What if that was their excuse, too? Yeah. So we can't I, invoke that excuse when it's against somebody we like and yeah. then say that excuse is not good enough when it's against something we're against. Yeah, I get it. But like I said, like, say, for instance, you was we were trying to find somebody that you know, be on the podcast with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just so happened, every, every black person kind of sucked, but it was this white person that was like, damn, she know her shit, she this. It's kind of like, damn, like, 
you see what I'm saying? It kind of puts you in a tough position. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know what I mean? She know her shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course we want, maybe want a black podcast. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But if this person know they shit and, you know, they good, it's kind of, at that point you discriminating. You just trying to find somebody black. And ain't no point of hiring somebody that's shitty. You know what I mean? A yeah. black shitty person. Like but like I said, I don't know. With. Yeah, like I said, I don't know the situation. Yeah. I mean, so I, you know, I'm just kind of guessing at this point. But um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm right. just, I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to find a reason yeah. why yeah. you know, why you know, and it's it's it suck because she getting bashed for yeah. it. Yeah, and we also, and that's not fair on her part. Like, in, like we said earlier too, you also have to keep in mind like. She has the title for the position, but she you never know who she's going to bring on to her team to help, you know, make her vision come to life. So she, you know, she, I'm I'm pretty, I can almost guarantee she's not going to be the only person behind what they're doing. Yeah. So. Now, how, I'm, I'm trying to, no, I'm just trying to get some more um, opinions on it, but how would you feel if it was like a um, 16, not 16, but maybe like a 19 year old person? Who, um, who, you know, they know tw- twenty one years worth or nineteen years worth of hip hop, mm-hmm. and then you got like this white person who been in the who who's maybe thirty eight, thirty nine, and so they know thirty nine years worth of hip hop. Like, would you just pick the black person who only know nineteen years well, of hip hop? Or clearly not. That's and, what and I'm there's saying. more to it than just knowing hip hop. It's that's, curating. Which yeah. is a actual. It take. It's not just okay. Do you know Cool Modi? There's yeah. more involved in getting an I, art exhibit I, ready. Yeah, like I, I said, that. I don't. Like I said, I don't know the girl or nothing like that or how old she. I don't know shit about her. But, but we have to assume this. This exhibit is in D.C. By the way. Yeah. I know in these academia there are plenty of black historians. I agree. I just do. Yeah. I went. I major or I minor in African American. African American studies. All my all my professors were black. They didn't teach me how to speak clearly. But yeah. <laughs> you speak better than me. Yeah, I'm trying no. to get there, man. Yeah. Uh, I sound like mush mouth sometimes. <laughs> but um, my only thing is, okay, let's say there was a Huey P. Newton biography movie coming out, mm-hmm. and a white person was directing it, and we clearly know there are black directors. What if the excuse then was, well, you know, the most qualified guy was this guy? Will yeah. we accept that? Probably. I mean, being a black person, probably a not. Black Panther movie directed by a white person. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> black people wouldn't accept it. Exactly. Yeah. So why are we accepting it here? Um, I don't know. I'm honestly just trying to think of an excuse because, to me, like I don't care if you black, white, or whatever. It kind of suck when somebody say, oh, no, you're not qualified because you're black or you're not qualified because you're a white person. Mm-hmm. Well, let's how, how that's I mean, I know hip hop is is is, you know, started by black people or yeah. whatever. But that's we pretty much discriminate because this girl is white. She could do anything else she wanted <laughs> to. I, I, I don't I understand or, what or, you're saying. Or how about what uh, if it was like a, a documentary on the KKK? Um, movie or whatever, or or on the KKK, mm-hmm. and this black person did all the research and he interviewed all these people. Should he not do that? Should it be a white person to direct? No, to direct a, a KKK documentary. 
I'm kind of lost in the comparison. Yeah, no, no, no. I, no. <laughs> I was gonna say. No, I know. I'm saying so. Say for instance, this black dude wanted to do a documentary mm-hmm. on the Ku Klux Klan. So you're you're painting the Ku Klux Klan as something that white people are proud of and want to be reflected no, no. only by a white person. No, I'm just saying, like, should a white person only do that, or a black person shouldn't do like? Should a, I mean, if a white person was like, no, nah, a black person directing that, no, nah, it should be a white person but because they is. I get what you're saying, but the 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 similarity does not match up because we're talking about a hip hop exhibit versus no, something that white people are but, ashamed of and don't want. But I'm not. To no, I'm not with. trying to compare them to. But like, will it be fair if somebody said, "Nah, take the black person out. He shouldn't direct this, even though he's a good director and qualified." Okay. So. Shit. I mean, we yeah. would say none. They would. They discriminate. I see what you're saying. Okay. I see what you're saying. So that that's the only like I think a black person should do the hip hop exhibit thing, but I just don't want the narrative of we saying no. Nah, she white, so, so she, she shouldn't do, do it. it. Yeah. Know what I mean, no, because it's a it's a lot of white people that know more hip hop than black people. Uh-uh. It's certain black yeah. people. No, okay. it's no, it's, it 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 is a lot of white people that appreciate hip hop way more than black people and know more than some black. Not all, but some people appreciate hip hop more than black they're, people. They're few and far in between. The, there the are places that. I could take that discussion, but I think we should leave it here because <laughs> I don't I don't want to get to. I don't want to make it seem like I'm anti-white. I'm not, but I, I have problems with those types of statements. I don't think. Well, I, I think the intentions of somebody who who thinks they know more than a black person about hip hop are not good. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. generally. But but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I understand because what you're like saying. like and, somebody like my dad, he don't really care for hip hop yeah. like that. Just because you're black does not mean you are qualified to be a curator or you know about hip hop to do yeah. take on this job. I understand that. Yeah, I'm not saying they should hire a random person to do this. I'm just saying. I have I'm a sure hard time it, believing that this white lady was the only qualified person I agree with, to do this. I agree yeah. with that part. Yeah. Or even applied. Yeah. And I just even if they were, they should have tried harder to find somebody else. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just don't want the narrative of we, you know, discriminating on somebody because we get discriminated all the time. Yeah. But discrimination hurts us a lot more than it hurts white people. It's you can true. go anywhere else. It's and do anything else you want to do as a white lady in America. It's true. Just can't I, be this. I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, you know, it's not, I mean, I don't know the girl, but, like, it's not I fair on the girl, man. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> and I have nothing against her, but, yeah. yeah. She getting bashed, and she ain't, she ain't doing nothing but probably doing what she loved or wanted yeah. to do. I feel you. So yeah. let's lighten it up a little bit, because I think we're... <laughs> <laughs> Get a little too heated up in here. No, so, no, it's, not, it's, it's all good. good. It's, it's a healthy good. discussion. I just, I just don't want to drive away. I know Tab <laughs> probably hates me by now, but nah, man, it's all he, good. He, he good, man. So let's talk about, let's get into some What a Bro Knows topics because right. I want to talk about some relationship things that have been on my mind. Yeah. I don't know if y'all got some <laughs> questions too, but um, number one, question i have okay i was listening to the Nicki minaj queen radio for as long as i could stand it because <laughs> she brought her little goofy friends and they were just squawking for like a whole hour about mm-hmm. random things they were talking about the stripper that apparently was messing around with offset mm-hmm. and the conversation moved on to strip clubs in general mm-hmm. and they were talking about how you know they would be down to go to a strip club with their man anytime but one of the girls said she would have a problem if her man went to a strip club without her. 
or didn't want her to come when she asked to. And mm-hmm. she said this would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think this would be a problem if you wanted to go to a strip club with your man and he said, no, I don't want you to come with me? Uh, Wait, no. would you go to a strip club with your man? Yeah. Would you have a problem if he's if if he if he was going and you said, hey, all right, I want to go? And he said, nah, no. nah I just want to go by myself. I don't think so. You'd be I, cool with that? Yeah, I, I guess it would depend on the extent of our relationship, but I imagine if we're in a relationship like that, our trust level is okay. So I don't think that's a... I think that's... You ain't got to go to the, to the strip club with your man all the time. That's weird. Okay. So you would trust him? Yeah. You cool with him going to the strip club? Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay. But then when we get to us, But no, let me say this, though. <laughs> when we get to a certain Uh-oh. point in our relationship... No. Wait. So what when does if that you mean? Ma- so when that if means, you married? Yeah. No. Like if we're married, like no, I wouldn't mind him going on special occasions, like if it's somebody's birthday yeah. or something like that. But like you're not just in the strip club blowing our money. Like what okay. are you doing? Okay. <laughs> so it's more of a money issue for you than a, yeah. Oh, he's like, looking so, at ass and titties. No, yeah. Like so, okay. what are you doing? All right. So when if um you don't look at ass and titties regardless, like. Yes. So when if he call you, you at home, and he say, "Hey, I'm out with Ryan Rocket and Figgy, mm-hmm. and um, we uh, they yeah, want to show Palace." They, yeah. See, no, okay, no, I'm not cool with the. We just randomly finna hop at the strip, <laughs> go to the strip club. Wait, I mean that does happen. I understand, Sometimes but I but, boys. but you can at least let me know ahead of time. I shouldn't call or, you and you be like, "Oh, I'm at the strip or, club." Oh, you couldn't have told me you was at the strip. You was wait, going. Wait, wait, wait. Let me set. Wait, let me set up. The scene. <laughs> Hey, let me wait. Let me set the scene up real quick. So it's Ryan Rocket's birthday. Yes. We say, hey, let's go. Um, let's go to BW Threes. I know that's an awful place. Let's go to BW Threes, eat some wings, and chill. Watch the game. Uh After that, we like, damn man, let's find something to do. You want to go? Oh, let's go to the strip club. It's right around the corner. Uh So your man call you or your husband? He calls you and say, hey, sweetie. Hey, we just left BW3s. They, uh, we on our way to the strip club for Ryan's birthday. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay, but okay. don't like don't let me just text you. Oh, what you doing? I know you, like you out with your friends. Oh, we at the strip club. <laughs> oh, so you couldn't have told me that y'all were going to the strip club? Like, what? What? If you don't care, if it's not a big deal, no, why I does feel he like have to tell you ahead of time because I feel like why would you not? Like, if it's not it. That becomes a weird situation then. I, that can become a... Like, why are you just randomly at the strip club and you haven't bothered to say anything? Well, are you expecting your man That's to shady. check in? Wait, how? Okay, see. <laughs> <laughs> now I think the real is coming out. No, that is shady for you how? to just go with... Just, like, and not ever... Like, not bother to tell me that you're so, going to the strip club. Okay, let's say you just were bar hopping. Just say you're going to the strip club. Let's say you were bar hopping that night uh-huh. and didn't go to strip club. Mm-hmm. Should he have to call you for every bar he goes to? No. But okay, so why is the strip club different? Because that's 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 money that you're blowing, and that's you're blowing money titties. at a bar. That's ass and titties. But, you're blow, but, blowing, blowing. Say money for instance, he's not blowing money because I've been to a strip club and ain't toss a dime. Yep. Yeah, if you go out your friends. Yeah, you can just chill. I feel like no, like I need to know. <laughs> I need to know where you're going to the strip club. Why? Why because, does it matter? Because. 
you not going so if I just randomly text you on your lunch break and you at the strip club, that's a problem. A we need to okay, look into that. Nobody goes to strip club on their lunch break. One, <laughs> that's like at noon. <laughs> Some people do. Yeah, you were addict at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm no saying. No good like, strippers are stripping. That's at what noon. I'm saying. I need to know when you're going to the strip club because you can't just pop. You should, it's not like the bar. Like it's it not really kind of is. It's no, drinks. It, <laughs> it's not. No, no, it's not the. It's not the club. It's not the. It is the club, but it's not the bar. Like that's. That's normal. People are clothed there. Like people are I'm not just there. Confused to... as to why? Because number one, you said it wouldn't be a big deal anyway. Yeah, no, it's not. But why but does he have to were... call you ahead of time? Because we taught. We needed. I need to know why. Because <laughs> I need to. Know. <laughs> because I need to know. It will make me feel better to know that you're at the okay. strip club versus you telling me. Versus I'm checking on you and you're oh I'm at the strip club. Okay. So okay. Peter, so you couldn't. So you you didn't have the decency to tell me that you were going to the strip club. What if you was drunk and me? just didn't know? If your boyfriend was drunk uh-huh. and was not in the right mind to call you <laughs> before going to strip club or, and say that's hey. Di- okay. So when if his that, phone died? Yeah. That's that that's different. But I'm. <laughs> I what are y'all said like yeah, <laughs> no 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 look one of y'all set the situation up like oh you texting what you doing oh I'm at the strip club that's what's in my mind right now like yeah. I'm not gonna text you and you gonna tell me oh I'm at the strip club like oh, okay. no no like, nothing like that yeah, so he should lie te- huh he should lie no like you should <laughs> tell me to- if you if you know that you're getting ready to go to the strip club then why not tell me that you're going to the strip club why if it doesn't matter to you. Because it does to matter to me. Then. Oh, now it does. <laughs> it doesn't matter for you to go to the strip club. Like that's fine for you to go, but at least keep at... the communication open and let me know that you're going to the strip club. Okay. Don't try to hide that you're going to the strip club. How is he hiding it? He just didn't tell you. It doesn't mean he's keeping it a secret. Okay, so if, if I go to my ex boyfriend's house, that is different, and you know it, Jasmine. Is come it? on now. Is it? And <laughs> I didn't tell you, Jasmine. Come on now. You know that is not even but we're close friends. to the same you, thing. Look, we've had this conversation before. You don't mind your significant other being friends with their ex, right? Right. Not necessarily. Okay. You said not necessarily. Either. Not necessarily. Okay. It depends so, on how deep the friendship is. But exactly. Yeah. So if if I decide that I'm gonna go over hit this nigga house Jasmine, and I don't bother no. to tell you, are you upset about it? Jasmine, that is not even remotely I the feel same like it is. thing. No, it's not. You, you're going you to the strip club you and you're not gonna tell me. It it would be different if your ex girlfriend was a stripper there, and she was stripping yeah. that night. Uh, Other than that, it is not the same thing because these women are strangers. And who are you going with? Like, your friends. Yeah, it's, it's somebody's birthday. That's different. But if you if I text you and you tell me, oh, I'm at the strip club, then that means you're conscious of going to the strip club. You could have told me, like, oh, hey, we're about to go to the strip club. Why? So, because <laughs> I need to know. Like, okay. you can't just so like, do that. So, like I said, let me try to set the scene okay. up again. Mm-hmm. So, it's Ryan's birthday, and um, they your boyfriend say, oh, we about to go bar hopping. We just about to kick it. Yeah. I don't know where we going. but That's he, cool. But he's, Ryan is driving. And my phone doing 10%, so if it died, then I'll... No, no I'm just joking. Yeah, and no, then you find that, out the next day that he went to strip That's love. fine, but, like, I'm saying if you are conscious enough to know that you're about to make these moves to go to the strip club, then why would you not tell me that you're about to go to the strip club? If you have if you have the, the time and you have the conscious mindset to make the decision to go, why not tell me? But why, that's a different okay, story, well, like... Why is it important for you to know that your boyfriend's going to a strip club? Because... 
Why? Is it, it's is not it, just like a regular is it, place. Is it an insecurity thing of just being no, in the strip club? No, it's like, why are you in the strip club all the time? Like, why would Wait, you? Why we're would talking you... about one time here, not a regular everyday thing. Oh, well, then, that, that then point, that's different. Like, if it, like we said, if it's a, your friend's birthday party, then that's, his friend's yeah, birthday then party. that's different. But I'm saying, like, if you are not, like, if you're telling me in advance that you're going with your friend and y'all end up in the strip club, that's different. Okay. But if you're just, if I text you randomly and you're at the strip club, then that's what? Like, why are you at the strip club? Okay, that's what so I'm. So you're trying saying to get like, at. if you're if, if there's no special occasion. Yeah, like if there's okay. no occasion, well, that's and I different. Take, no, yeah. that's why I was trying to say like, one of y'all set that scene up in my head, and that's where I'm <laughs> going with that. Like, okay. no, like if I text you randomly and you just at the strip club, like, no, why didn't you tell me you were at the strip club? Okay, but if you're going out on occasion, and that's like that's cool. Now okay. would you? But, now how would you feel if he was just at a club, a regular club? Mm-hmm. And um, you just so happen to text him, hey, what you doing? He said, I'm at the club. What's yeah, up? Yeah, no, then, like, why? Would that be a problem, yeah. too? Okay. Because you didn't, like, why? Like, you didn't say anything. Like, you know, that's, like, if you don't have an, an occasion going on, then why are you at the club? Okay. And then why didn't you say you. anything? That makes sense. Like, my wife is sorry, the same way. it took way. me a long time to uh, no, articulate I, that. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all but good. My wife is the same way. She was mad that, um, it was one time I went to walk the dog real quick. Mm-hmm. And I decided, oh, let me go, let me run to the gas station real quick and get a uh, juice. I came back. She was pissed off. Like, you went to the store. You didn't tell me. I'm like, what? She, she So with her being married, you got to tell your significant other where you're going. I'm never getting married. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, man. I kept the same energy. Because, because I didn't know that because usually um, I'm, I'm used to just going on the go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I don't make plans to. Go to the gas station, or mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm if we here right now and we decide to go to the hookah bar, like I'm gonna just go. You know what I mean, yeah. I'm not used to you know. Checking hey, in. I'm about to go to here. Yeah. Hey, I'm about to, I'm about to run to the gas station after work. But yeah. um, that's see, I, I feel yeah. like that's different too. Yeah. Like that's that's what. Yeah, you know. but yeah, but um, but back to the strip club thing. My wife wouldn't. She 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 want to go when I go. Okay. I don't think she mind if um because I I've been to a strip club before. Tell I I told her because I was supposed to perform there. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah she she want to go with me. Okay. But um she wouldn't mind like if it was your birthday or something and I say hey um me so and so so and so so and so so and so about to go to the strip club. Yeah. She she the type of person be like, all right, let me know how it is. Yeah, okay. see, that's different. Like, so she she cool with it, but you would have to tell her. I gotta tell her. Yeah, I can't just yeah shit. Sh- I can't so, even go to Smoothie King. It was one time after me and you worked out. Oh and yeah, we, we went, went to Smoothie King. King. Yeah, and came back. She was pissed about that. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't mad mad where we got in an argument, but she was kind of had the attitude like you left me. and didn't tell me. <laughs> I'm just like I I ain't planning on leaving. That's a nice It was just, man. I'm like, <laughs> I like we mentioned Smoothie King. I'm like, oh, let's go real quick. Yeah. Just went around the corner. <laughs> so, see, just I'm look. the type of dude who, if my girl got mad at that, I would just leave and not Never be back. Never come the rest back. Of- <laughs> 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 I'd be like, guess where I'm going now? <laughs> so, yeah. But I see, that's a, that. and see, that's some new stuff I'm still learning. You know what I mean? Like, this is our first time living together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a little shit like that. I'm learning, so now it's kind of like, hey, like all I gotta do is just call her yeah. or text her. If we was going somewhere right after this, 
just shoot her a text and be like, hey, I'm going here I'm just to let her know. Here. Yeah. yeah, but if you, some certain stuff, if you don't say nothing, it's going to look like you sneaking. Exactly. That's, that's the, yeah. No. That's the way a woman feels. Yeah, why can't sometimes, why you didn't say nothing? But see, sometimes guys don't think, we don't think like that. It's just sometimes it can be simple. Oh, let's just go here. And especially don't there. let us it's be not texting snake. already. Huh? Especially don't let us already be talking. Like <laughs> if we already talking and you don't bother to mention where you are, then that's shady. <laughs> Why wouldn't it's you say a, where you are if you at the strip club? If you're trying to hide it, then yeah, exactly. that does sound So suspicious. why wouldn't you just say if we are, especially if we already in conversation? Why wouldn't yeah. you just mention where you are? Because probably you think he'll get mad <laughs> and you don't want to avoid. No, a, now see, I'm mad because you, you didn't thing. say anything. Here's the thing: a lot of yeah, there are scumbag men who lie because they're trying to get ass on the side. There are most men are lying because we don't want to have some stupid ass fight with y'all <laughs> because y'all get mad because we went to the store to get orange juice. <laughs> okay? yeah. Most of our lies are to protect the relationship yeah. and not have to deal with goofy. Like maybe if you're having a bad day already and you went and you went out with your friends and you knew not telling your wife would be would get you in trouble, yeah. even though you did nothing bad, mm-hmm. you'll lie. Yeah, and that'll it, look even more shady. But it's your intentions were good. It could you just be some a little break. It could be something simple like going to happy hour during um, lunch break. Exactly, and you know, it's just kind of like, all right, let me just do this real quick, and I, I just won't mention it because yeah. it's gonna be a big deal. It's gonna be a whole bunch of questions, and who was there, and oh, exactly. she was there. Oh, okay. It, Y'all gotta, it, especially if it wasn't nothing. We trying to hide yeah. if it's. Yeah, if it's different if you cheating, but yeah. if you not cheating, like that—that's the worst argument ever. When you get in an argument, and she or whoever think you cheating, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not doing anything. So it's then like why not be you, transparent? Nah, here's the <laughs> thing. why not be transparent if you're not cheating. Here's my mentality. don't wait for me to so, ask you questions. No, for you to no, but, but see, but see, some some women will be like, oh, who is that? And they. They feel intimidated by, you know, a good-looking woman. Yeah. Just with you working with a good-looking woman, it's kind of like, man, it's not. I'm, I'm not. It's not like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm not looking at nobody else. But now you always asking questions like, oh, was she there? Yeah. Or who else was there? And it was just y'all two. And it's kind of like, man, I shouldn't even said nothing. I shouldn't even mention the girl. You know what I mean? Because it ain't like I'm messing with her. Exactly. So but you have to now. I'm in now. this argument. <laughs> And here's my thing. Here's my mentality. And this is why me and my girl used to fight about this all the time. But I didn't care. Like, <laughs> she wasn't going to take away my freedom. <laughs> so my thing is, I shouldn't have to prove that I'm not cheating when I haven't given you any kind of inkling that I'm the type of dude who cheats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? The, the legal system in America <laughs> is innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> Somebody has to prove your guilt for you to go to jail. Yeah. Okay. They don't just say, well, I think you might be guilty because I just have this feeling. <laughs> so you're going to jail. Same thing in relationships. You got to prove <laughs> that I'm cheating <laughs> before I have to do goofy stuff like check in and tell you who's at these places. You got to catch me talking to somebody. So like basically, that. you want us to go through your phone. No, you want us to I'm, do what, all of this unnecessary I'm, stuff. If I've to given prove you it. no, if I've given you no reason to believe, and I'm not a cheater, I'm not. I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. So 
If I've given you no reason to believe that I'm the type of dude who would go out and cheat, you should not assume just because I'm out with friends and the girl is there or whatever, I'm at the strip club, that I'm going to cheat. Mm-hmm. When I've given you no reason. Now, if you get some kind of, if there's some kind of evidence or something going it's, on yeah. where I'm acting super weird, then yeah. But that's the thing. Guys don't need a reason. Y'all cheat for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I don't. Some do. Some do. Yeah. Black men don't cheat, though. Remember that. Yeah. You follow that page. Uh. It's a page on Instagram. <laughs> pretty we good. Yeah. Pretty good follow. We don't. We're all. Say a lot of facts on there. Set up. <laughs> um. Another question I have. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk about Drake a little bit, and not so much of a positive light right now. So Uh-oh. close your ears, Jasmine. <laughs> but I want to know how y'all feel about Drake dating these young things. Mm. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Drake has been seen out and about with a producer, Jimmy Jams of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis fame. I got uh, Jimmy Jam's up. daughter. Bella Harris, an 18-year-old girl who apparently he was talking to since she was 16. Mm. Um, apparently, they closed down a restaurant so they could have a private dinner. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Drake is in his 30s, of course. Yeah, I was about to say, how old is he? He's in his 30s. Yeah, I want to say he's enough. 31, 32, mm-hmm. close okay. to my age. I know that much. Okay. And he's also apparently talking to the girl from Stranger Things. What? Uh, the 14-year-old girl, Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. was on a red carpet, and she said that her and Drake are good friends. They talk and text all the time. He texts her and says he misses her, and then she texts him back and says, I miss you more. Oh, and shit. she said he gives her advice about boys and all this types of stuff. Wait, so, wait, 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 yeah, wait, this wait. Is, I know all that there, part. There, there is a link you can yeah. find at, in the show prep doc. I'm yeah. not making this stuff up. Yeah, no, I ain't know that part that they be texting, I miss you. Yes. She said, quote, we just texted each other the other day and he was like, I miss you so much. And I was like, I miss you more. He's great. When asked about the type of advice the 31-year-old rapper gives to her, Brown replied, about boys, he helps me. She also explained that she's going to see Drake when he comes to Atlanta in November for his Aubrey and the Three Amigos tour. So, mm. what the greater question, because I think we all can agree this is just creepy. Yeah. For a yeah. 31-year-old to be dating an 18-year-old girl or talking to a 14-year-old girl via text. I want to know, what do y'all think is the creepy cutoff? As in, what do you think about older, younger relationships do you think it's? Are you looking up? <laughs> yeah, because I got to. Do you not believe this? Yeah, no, I I need to see this for myself. I'm Did you sorry. see the link? Um, no, I I was googling. <laughs> I mean, now with this to see evidence, what these young yeah. women look like. Now I'm wondering if he gave you that look because he thought you might be, you know, hey, fourteen. <laughs> hey. You could go that for might fourteen, be a sixteen, or something. Let's not do that for I'm me. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sound like a little R. Kelly. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's weird. I think that, and I actually had a conversation with someone not too long ago about this age thing. Like, I think, I think you being like my age, twenty five, and talking to someone eighteen is weird. Yeah. I think that's a huge like disconnect. There's not those are 
those few years in between is are very vital and very uh, fundamental to your growth. And I think that's that's weird. I think that's that's not even cool in my opinion. I think that the the youngest that someone should be to date someone in their I don't I don't know. It's weird. I get I don't know. Now I don't know. I get what you're saying, but here's a discussion we had. I believe we might have had with Mar when she came in. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um but basically from my perspective in high school the 18-year-old girls wanted to date a 25-year-old guy. Yeah, no, I can Shit. understand. It was like that in the fucking 16-year-olds wanted It was like to date that in middle school. Yes. For me, yeah. Because we were arguing whether it was inappropriate for an 18-year-old guy or senior in high school to date a 14-year-old freshman in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, my argument was, okay, I think that's creepy personally, but when I was in high school, all the girls wanted the senior guys. Yeah. yeah. They wanted the guys with their own car, their own place, grown men. Yeah. At young ages, yeah. So, <laughs> I, that, I'm just throwing that out no, there. Yeah. Is it still I think, creepy no, when th- women want that? I think it. Dep- I, oh, go, you um, when you put it like that, no, because I, I I know girls of the same way that they would want an older guy. So, I just think it's weird, more so from the guy standpoint. Yeah. Like, why are you? Going for younger girls that you know that you can manipulate most of the time. But if a girl makes herself known that she wants to get with an older guy, the so older guy's supposed to be like, uh, I have too much honor to date a 18 year old girl. Yeah, but the then there's that moral yeah. consciousness too. Like you, you know better. Like you know she's not fully. Wait, at eighteen? Yeah. yeah, I was about to say if it's fourteen and then yeah, that's one that's thing. different. Yeah. The, the Millie Bobby Brown thing so, is yeah. yeah. If somebody yeah. was eighteen and still uh, and was a senior in high school, and you had like a thirty year old guy who worked and got his own place and car, mm-hmm. like girls used to look for that type of yes. shit. Yeah, and now you they used to look at us like we was childish. Yes. <laughs> They used to but, proudly talk about how they're dating old guys. Yeah. yeah. So. But, yeah, I don't, it's kind of weird. I guess it depends who you are. If you're the girl, then I guess to them it is cool to get somebody older and mature. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we could be real, uh, 18-year-old girl is ma- more mature than a 18-year-old dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're a little more. We not more mature than an 18-year-old girl. Mm. An eighteen-year-old guy. You're falling for the propaganda, Figgy. No, I think. I don't believe that. No, I think so. I girls think, mature faster than men. Thing. I don't think that's necessarily. No, true. I think they're a little. I'm not saying it's way off, but okay, I get you. But it's a little more. So they look for that older person to. Okay. I guess to be grown, but um, I don't know. I think I think if you in high school, I don't think there's anything wrong with it because y'all going to the same school, but. Girl look older than thirteen. Just saying. Too. You're talking about no. She, she like Are you 15, serious? Right? Look at this girl. She looks older than thirteen. No, these She's pictures 14. that I'm looking at. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The pedophile manifesto. She look like a kid in Stranger yeah. Things. Look she at, look grown to me. Mm-hmm. She look at this picture though. No, like not. Just in all honesty, she looks older than fourteen in this picture. Yeah, yeah it's R. Kelly defense. <laughs> <laughs> Aaliyah looks older than 18 in that uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> cover with Car <laughs> Kelly. Oh, my God. Nah, but, um, yeah, it's it's kind of, sh- I don't know. It's it's hard for me. I'm I'm about to be 30 next month. Mm-hmm. 
I can't talk to nobody that's like 22, 23. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a bit. It's like it's a, a big difference. Yeah, so that age gap is significant. That's like, a, that's so, like a college age yeah. to me. So yeah, it's it's hard for me to text my niece. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm not about to sit there and text my niece. Oh, I miss you more or mm-hmm. whatever. It's you know it's just I don't know. I just couldn't do it, man. Because um, I guess the older I get, and depending on the age of my nieces, I just can't talk to nobody that's their age yeah. or younger than them. Yeah. That's just super fucking weird, man. I agree, and like I said before, I really don't want to talk to kids in any kind of context especially <laughs> that kind so like i would never look for or want to date an 18 year old girl yeah, yeah. At all. What are you, that's true too like what are you talking about yeah she wants to listen to juice world yeah. <laughs> and i'm like bitch you don't turn that shit off and to and and also too like i can't lie these some of these 18 year olds are really developed you yeah. know what i mean so Sometimes you might think they're like 25, 26, but mm-hmm. you might be like, God damn, they 18. Like, oh, defense. shit. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm but, not denying it's creepy. All I'm saying is I think a lot of these women who are acting outraged are a little bit disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, a lot of y'all in high school wanted to date a 25 and up guy. Yeah. You know what's funny? You wanted a more mature, yes. older guy. You know what's funny? I was on Facebook, and um, shout out to my dude, Elliot. He uh, he he usually posts a lot of funny shit, but he made a post saying um, to all my women, "What was the oldest dude you ever dated in high school?" And when I tell you, women was like, "Oh, um, sixteen, and I was fifteen, fourteen, I was, and, and right. he was fifteen, <laughs> and and eighteen, and I was seventeen. I'm like, come on now, y'all hoes. Every girl in my every girl in my school was up. talking to a nigga on the block that was grown. Yes, and was looking down on us like we was just mm-hmm. wasn't shit because we was childish. Lying you know? about y'all age to get into the twenty one and up clubs. <laughs> no real talk. <laughs> see, see, yeah. See. yeah, no, definitely had. I don't know no girl who wanted to be in the eighteen and over or yep. or not the eighteen and over, but the. 15 to 18 group mm-hmm. club. Yeah, so wait. So this Bella Harris girl, I'm sorry, I'm still researching this. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you. Um, Bella Harris, she posted a picture of her and Drake that said there's no place that she'd rather be with a heart, a blue heart. And it's just like selfies of them smiling. But yeah. She kind of look cute. I ain't going to lie. Nah, she is cute, but that's still creepy. Yeah, her being a famous producer's daughter is kind of strange to me as well. I mean, I do wonder. She's been to a lot of these Hollywood parties, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Do y'all think it's... I'm not gonna do that? What? what? Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Do it. Ain't nobody it listening, there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Drake ain't gonna hear this. Is he? Is he? No. I, I, he doesn't like girls. Like he doesn't uh, like young see. girls. We're not doing yeah. that. I don't know, man. Wow. We're seeing a pattern of behavior right now. Yeah. Okay. Because of old girl too. Um, Maybe he's Ge- tired of Georgia. Born. Yep, Georgia Smith. Yep, pattern of behavior now. India Love. But yes. you gotta look at you gotta look at it too. She's a lot putting of, the pieces together. She's he's like, like his Damn daddy. It. Yeah. You gotta look at it though. A lot of guys, somebody, especially people with money, they like to control mm-hmm. their women. So you probably won't see a Drake with like a Serena Williams. Oh hell no. Or oh, somebody they did that date, though. Attitude, huh? They did date. They did, but, but yeah. what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He probably more comfortable dating somebody who's younger that he can kind of 
you know mold yeah and make and, and kind of control yeah i mean let's be real <laughs> that's that's, that's why a lot of, that's i think that's why a lot of older dudes like to date younger chicks like that yeah i mean they could kind of get in their heads i mean i hate to say it like that but it's predatory but it is yeah. what it is and i think that's probably is. why r kelly like that's that's why r kelly probably do the same thing he probably yeah. can't he probably couldn't handle like a woman. I his think age. R. Kelly was dealing, not to excuse anything, but I think he was dealing with childhood trauma as well. That that Whereas, always play a part in it too. Where I think with Drake, I think a common theme with his music is that he he gets upset when he can't control a woman when she does whatever she wants outside of. I get that vibe. See, oh yeah, he mm-hmm. he wants he wants that control. Yes. He wants to, he wants, he wants you on call. Yeah. yeah, you gotta. Hit me up on the cell phone. He don't late like, night. Yeah, you know how it go. He wants somebody that's always checking up on him yes. and playing mommy. Yeah, and it's crazy because I know I knew this one dude or whatever. He probably I know he don't listen to the podcast, but I ain't gonna say his name. But uh, he was like my age, or might have been a little younger than me. But he will always be texting these 16, 17 year old high schoolers, and I'm thinking like, man, like, like that fucking shit ain't cool, like. Hell no! Like, why the fuck is you texting these girls? And you know, but he wasn't like an attractive dude. He was kind of big. Mm-hmm. He was a ugly nigga for real. Yeah. And so girls wanted an older dude for mm-hmm. real. So he he was preying on these little high schoolers. Yeah. This girl got hella pictures with Drake, and she's modeling well, yeah. very productive. That's what I said. Yeah. Have like y'all seen is... this picture yeah. of her in this OVO? <laughs> yep. Apparently, they've been talking since she was at least 16. Wow. So, this relationship goes back a few years. And, but, like I said, I think... I don't know how it's I nothing, feel about that. But that's, see, that's, that's, but, that's, 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 no. see, it's nothing new, though, because Russell Simmons did the same thing with the um, Asian chick. Yeah. He was talking... Yeah. yeah he, he said it was cool when, it, when she was, like, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. But as soon as she turned 18, they got married. I, th- I, I want to say they got married at 18. Trying to get in early, cause yeah. they grow up. Cause they grow up around. Do they grow up like faster? Cause they're around this money and they know the lifestyle that they're in. Is that why it's deemed I okay? Think, I think it's well on, on their like with Drake. I think he wants someone who's dependent. I don't think he wants to date any of these any of these industry chick, chicks anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think um, he wants, like we said, control. The funny thing, though, they are dating. Yeah. They're whole dating. <laughs> she has. The I'm surprised only you pictures... didn't hear about this. No, I didn't. The <laughs> only. I mean, I've heard about it, but I never. I didn't bother to look into it. Yeah. But like to be on her Instagram, and that's all she has is pictures of her and Drake. Yeah. That's wild. It's real. That's wild, the and funny... her captions are very. Um, personal yeah they're very um up for interpretation like the tiger disc looks really funny in the light now but you, you need to act your your age and not your girl's age yeah. remember that yeah oh yeah i was trying to tiger and kylie yeah and he is doing the same thing if not worse when you think about it, a lot of these people doing that so yeah. it's kind of like it's not like oh my god like tiger did the same shit mm-hmm. he said him and kylie was cool Yep. Was, uh, yeah. Which really um, words from Charlemagne? He read. He red shirted the poom poom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when she turned eighteen, Even Kanye said she he got in early. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's I mean, weird as hell, man. It is. And weird how does our dad feel about it? You know, it's Drake, so I'm sure. Like, does that come they into probably, play? They like, probably do don't care? give a damn they because that don't. reason. I mean, because, because it's Drake? You, you gotta look at a lot of a lot of the kids. Um, R. Kelly was messing with. What was going? She on? got hold like these. They're dating. They're really dating. <laughs> She, I'm just scrolling this girl's Instagram, and through the years, she has pictures posted with Drake, like selfies yeah. and it, like. Damn, this was made. Heart qua- captions. This was made 2016. Like, See, wow. What's so weird is old. Drake been around a lot of chicks though. Remember, he had yep. the one chick coming out the tour bus, the thick ass chick. Oh yeah, the Demetria. Not yeah. the that's Mina or Mina or I think it was yeah. Mina or. Yeah, she fine as hell. Drake be out there, man. Yeah, he, he living his life. Man. Yep. Yeah. It's creepy it's, man. It's, it's, it's weird as hell. That's crazy. It's funny how uh, <laughs> the Joe Budden podcast, they have what's called the Nasty Award. <laughs> they call for like people yeah. with creepy behavior. Yeah. But they won't give one to Drake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hooked them up with tickets to his tour. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we are uncompromised at the Gems and Juice podcast. Yeah, we, we know what call it this is. Out. Unless you give us tickets. Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll so would y'all do this? Of course not. We just talked we just, about it. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying like I can't even date nobody twenty five. In this situation though, like if like say y'all had the amount of money that both of these people do and their families do, would you would that then no, well, compromise? Even more so no. Really? Because if I had that type of access, I'd be trying to get with the Rihanna's, I'd be trying to get with the Famous you can girls, fi- but see you- Ariana Grande, not even her because she's a little too skinny and small. But you can find somebody your age or around your yes. age that's good looking. You can. I, f- I feel like these people with money are. I hate to say it like this, but preying on these younger girls. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they know these they girls. All of them to be with these girls ain't going to challenge them at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's kind of going to be like, hey, you know, I do this for you. I buy you this. Just do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And an eighteen-year-old don't want want to mess that up. Mm-hmm. You see, she posting them all on 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 her page. But like I said, you ain't gonna get that from a Serena Williams. Yeah. Serena Williams got her own shit. She got her own shit going. She yeah. yeah. She not stupid. She been in the game. She thirty-five years old. So mm-hmm. you ain't gonna pull that bullshit on her. But eighteen-year-old, you could trick an eighteen-year-old. Same thing with Rihanna. He, you're not going to be able to control oh, yeah, yeah, her in yeah. any okay. type of way. Yeah, so, she's not stupid. Yeah, she's been through it all. She, I'm sure she's been through her heartbreaks. She's and these dudes, so yeah. she don't care. Yeah. But um, if I was rich and famous, I'd just get a little foreign thing, probably. Yeah. And go to, I don't know. Get somebody lame that yeah. don't nobody know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, got a, I, got, I got a few saved on the Instagram <laughs> that don't have that many followers. Yeah. A little, little reserve. Of if I ain't, ever make it, no. Ain't it such a turn off when you see like a real good looking girl and she got like a million followers? Yes. And, yes. And not, I thought I was one of the first ones up on Sierra Rogers. But she yeah. got like two million followers. I'm yeah. like, God damn it. Man, I'm everybody hate to her now. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, but I, I hate that's that's a turn off for me. It is. To I got to me, if you got like maybe less than ten thousand, then I'm like, all right, she mm-hmm. she go ain't nobody really hip to her. Under the radar ones. She only got like seventeen comments. Yep. So <laughs> she can see my comment. A bunch of fake followers. I'm like, okay, I know these are all bots. But yeah. I got a chance. She here. can see she can see my comment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when some when a girl got like 
over fucking 5,000 comments. It's like, hell it's no. Over. Yeah. It's over. Um, I shouldn't be talking about this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Your nah, wife already mad at you. She, she don't listen. So, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, as Jasmine keeps investigating this because she's really shocked to find out. I'm I really think we, I think we, that Rihanna's mad. Huh? Is she? Yeah. They're apparently, I I haven't seen a credible source, but I've seen several other several blog sites reporting that Rihanna is possibly jealous. This blew of her night. This blew Jasmine's yeah, I night. I can tell. I can tell. I'm really surprised you weren't hip to this. No, yeah. I mean I heard about, about it, it but I didn't know the details. Obviously, I just yeah. knew I've heard that he was dating some 18 year old. I'm surprised Rihanna. But would give I thought a fuck. it was a rumor, like to go on her Instagram page and see all of this evidence that this yeah. is clearly a relationship. Oh well, yeah. God. Did y'all speaking of Rihanna? Did y'all hear about her unfollowing Cardi B? I did. Yeah. And um, apparently she was supposed to be at that event that, that Rihanna threw, that ball but she wasn't. Prom shit. And people are saying it might be because of the, the incident, incident with Nicki Minaj, which people are confused by because I think it was assumed that Rihanna didn't like Nicki Minaj either. Yeah. So I'm kind of confused as to why that would be the reason. I don't know. Yeah. Because. Oh, they have done a song together. I was about to say, because if you think about it, Rihanna and Nicki Minaj has never done music together either. Yeah, I'm sure they, they did a song back in the day. They, okay. They've the done day. two songs at least. Oh. Um. So, yeah. Um. I don't know. Rihanna is really like a mystery these days. She, I don't know what the fuck she'd be doing except she came, trying on makeup. She came off as like this bad girl, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she never really did bad shit. That's you know true. I mean, she kept it clean. So. Like, what did she do bad outside of the... Um, Dating? The serial dater thing? If you want to call her that. I mean, it seemed like... I don't know if she... People try to label she, her as a as a risk... A risk yeah. She, she came She came off as a... She, she had this bad girl image because she started cussing in her music and little stuff like that. But she never, she never did she anything like, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah she never no. been in no drama. It, it was, was just more, the... I think bad compared to how she came out to begin with. Like... She came out. Everybody goes. A lot of artists go through that transitional stage, but she was initially a good now. girl. She initially came out and she was very innocent to the public, and then she all of a sudden she was naked all the time. She yeah. was t- like that yeah. made her bad. It's more of a rebellious yeah. spirit. I think yeah. she be smoking weed all the time. Yeah. She be naked all the time. Yeah. She be going like, through middle, guys every throwing week. her middle fingers up, little yeah. stuff like yeah, that. But she that never, bad. but she never did she anything to harm her way. Yeah. I mean, harm her, you know, career. Yeah. So I could kind of see why you know she like you know what cardi b on this bullshit it could be i mean that'd be too too much for her might be yeah she probably like i'm a bad girl but nah like i don't want all that drama i mean because she wasn't in no drama outside of the uh what chris brown shit right yeah not yeah not nothing crazy yeah so that could be a reason but (laughs) i think we need some more evidence before we officially determined apparently she they unfollow her uh, uh, everybody who rihanna unfollows on instagram she has a problem with yeah i saw so, i was heard that where did they get the navy from where where did that so come they from call them. Rihanna, navy. rihanna navy i don't know so what, yeah. everybody the bee, uh, beehive I, makes sense that's the only one that makes sense that makes sense Bar- uh, barbies, the barbies dumb. the barbs barbs yeah that makes sense it's rihanna navy believers like some of that stuff makes sense but where did the Rihanna Navy's come from. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I guess they just want, I don't know. People are saying. Yeah, that's a, I, She did like a campaign before. Like, she did. She was, was in the movie Navy. Battleship. 
Maybe that's why. Yeah, because <laughs> there was there was I like forgot she, about she that. did like a rollout in in navy attire one time. Like, but I can't remember why. That could be it. She was in that shitty ass movie Battleship. But what make her? What make people call themselves a navy? I, I don't know, man. Mm, she Is a, she a good actor? Of course not. <laughs> she was in that movie Oceans. Ocean's eight. 15 or whatever. And Ocean's yeah. 8. Ocean's I heard eight. it was great. I heard it was terrible. Really? Yeah. I heard bad things. <laughs> I heard it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. You're you're bashing the women. <laughs> the Me Too movement. That was all woman movement. I'm already out of here. Oh, she's the Navy because she was an Army cadet in a sub-military program in Barbados. Really? So she's... Oh, and this is Vogue. A so. literal agent. Yeah, she was literally an army. Wait, operative. was she? She was on. I've seen pictures of her like in the past in like army fatigue or well, military fatigue. Shit, when, didn't she come out when she was seventeen? That's what I was so, saying. So she, she was, was like so young. twelve years old when right? she was um, maybe it was some a sergeant. Kind of, maybe she was an ROTC. Sub, yeah, sub <laughs> military program. Well, that's okay. kind of creepy. She is CIA agent. Came here to. <laughs> Trying to infiltrate black people and make us turn into hoes and weed smoking potheads. Yeah. Something to think about. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's move on from this. Um, let's run through a few topics. Yeah, I feel like we just got all. Yeah. There's a lot of other know. stuff, but I don't think it warrants a whole <laughs> discussion. So we'll just kind of run through some other things that are on this rundown. So Space Jam 2. Starring LeBron James is now official, apparently. <laughs> Ryan Coogler is producing. Some other dude is directing. No white producers. He, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not yeah, fucking you. with white people, remember? <laughs> but. Need a black producer to do this. <laughs> <laughs> the blackest movie of all time, Space Jam. Uh, so, how do y'all feel about Space Jam 2? Everybody's excited about this. How do y'all feel? I'm cool with it. I kind of didn't care for the first Space Jam like really? that. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't I into Space it. Jam. Yeah, I wasn't into it like that. I never did get into those type of movies, where it's like Buzz Bunny in it, like straight like cartoon, cartoon with a real, real person <laughs> next to it. Terrence Nance is directing it, by the way. He is a film director from Dallas, Texas. He's black, okay. and he directed an oversimplification of beauty and random acts of flyness. So mm. that's kind of have y'all ever seen Random Acts of Flyness? I haven't. Please go watch it and let's discuss next time. <laughs> Please try I'm to catch an episode or. But he's from it. Dallas, so you got to support him, Jasmine. Oh yeah. But your man, well, your former man, LeBron. That's still man. He still brought a ring. It? Yeah. Okay. He brought a ring. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's every. It's cr- man. I'm sorry to get off the subject, but it's crazy how he doing all these damn movies, documentaries, I mean, shows. This was the plan. This I know why he, he went to L.A. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's like back at the. I mean, back to back to back to back. Like I can't even keep up with this shit. They announced that he's uh, uh, gonna produce a Lean on Me, a reboot. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I'm starting, I'm starting yes. to think is this shit for real or not? Like, is it is people trolling and making no. fake news? He's been on the cover it's of Hollywood l- Reporter this month. He literally said he coming out with like 153 million different shows. Yes, I'm like, damn, I understand. He wasted no time. Yeah. Wow. Like, Almost like this was planned all along. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he knew he was going to L.A. a long yeah. time ago. I'm yeah. starting to and think And clearly so. he's not going there to win. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's just chilling. He got his rings. I, I like it, I man. I like it. I, I like what he's doing. And um, I was talking to Fred Davis about this before. I think he knew he was going to L.A. or going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I don't know if y'all know this, but the, the uh, Dan Gilbert, the Cavs owner, I think he he's selling his casinos in Cleveland. So uh, I think he gearing up to sell the team. Probably. And that's one of the reasons he wanted um, – I think he wanted LeBron to sign like a long-term deal so he could sell a team mm-hmm. and get – a lot for it, yeah. But with LeBron being gone, obviously yeah, he ain't gonna get that, yeah. You know, as much as he would have got. But I think LeBron gearing up to buy the Cavs. Just what I was about to say, do you see not him behind the team? N- not him, just him. But I think his team it would have to be a group. I think collective it, effort. I think his team. He's setting up his team. Not saying oh, it's just gonna be LeBron. Yeah. But his team with Rich Paul and Maverick all the. I it think be more than them. I it, it's gonna be more than them, yeah. but. It's going to be them, though. It's not going to be like this random white guy who don't nobody know who he is with a whole bunch of money. Yeah. I think he's setting up a group thing where it's mainly them. I think that's an eventual goal of his. I don't think he's going to do it anytime soon. I, yeah. Number one, I don't think his money is that long. Yeah. And number two, I just think he's more focused. Like everything else he has on going on, he has no time to run a team. Right yeah, now, or own the team. See, I don't think so. he gonna. I don't. I don't see. That's why I said his team. I don't think LeBron gonna be sitting there like Jordan, trying to GM and stuff like that. But I think he's setting up his team, his clutch or clutch sports team, or whether okay. I think they're gearing something up to try to finagle their way to get the Cavs. I think that could be a long term goal. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Crazy yeah. shit's happening. I don't. That's that's just my theory. It could be totally off. But nah, it could. I be. think with Dan Gilbert trying to sell a team, I think I think he definitely wants to own a team in the NBA. Yeah, I do. I but I don't know if it's going to come this soon. But who knows? Yeah. Um. As far as Space Jam two, I don't really like this. <laughs> um, I was a huge fan of the first Space Jam when I was a kid. I watched it so many times, I memorized the script damn near. Like, I could recite the, <laughs> the whole movie. The movie. I watched it all the time. I loved the movie. That being said, it was a dumb kids movie. <laughs> and if I watched it today, I'd probably hate it. I'd be like, this acting is terrible. <laughs> these jokes are stupid. The animation. Yeah, the animation. <laughs> and, and the thing is, too, these, this movie came out when we had a lot of these hybrid live action slash animated movies yeah. that was a thing like who when did it Roger come out Rabbit. I used to love this movie that came movie. out in like 98 I think yeah so you could have had like a Toy Story type of yeah but with that being um, I think um, what is it um, is it Looney Tunes or what, the Looney Tunes what's yeah. the okay I think they they were so far back though yes they just now got animated animated to yeah. today's thing that's the thing like people I don't think kids really know who Bugs Bunny is like that or Porky Pig or Daffy Duck yeah. they don't air it's these like, cartoons anymore really they know who Teen Titans go are it's like they, one they, dimensional they <laughs> air them but they have to have someone around them of that generation to be exposing them yeah. to it because they still like you know when I go home and stuff I, I still see the shows on oh, okay but if you not if you you know if you don't know no better or nobody's around you that grew up watching stuff like that then they're not getting exposed to it so they yeah. gonna be confused they they'll go for LeBron but they not gonna know who the characters are yeah but see it it will still look a little entertaining though it it won't look like how the first space Space Jam looked because like I said it. It was just weird seeing the real human being next to the cartoon Buzz Bunny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it didn't look real at all. <laughs> so um, I'm sure with the technology now, it would look a lot better. But I don't know. I really didn't care for the first one. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it would be real entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't know. Why I don't like it, number one, like I said, is old properties, old Looney Tunes. There's an old concept of live action and, and animated mix. People don't do that anymore. It's either all animated or all live action. Yeah. Number one. Number two, um, I think it's corny for somebody who's trying to make their own legacy to do the same things that Jordan was doing literally as in to where you're going to be in a sequel to his movie. Yeah. I think if you really want to differentiate yourself, number one is corny you wore number 23 to begin with. Yeah. I always thought that was corny. <laughs> I'm still not letting that go. I thought that was stupid. So you're going to wear number 23, and you're going to try to ring chase, and by teaming up with your friends to win some more rings, Uh-oh. then you're going to go and make a sequel to Michael Jordan's movie. What are you really trying to do here, man? Are you trying to be your own man, or are you just trying to overtake Jordan or be the next Jordan or do do just be Jordan, period? This is worse than what Kobe did, and Kobe was straight up imitating Jordan a lot of times. You think that's worse? Yeah. To act, I mean, Kobe would not be in Space Jam 2. Give him that much credit. Yeah. He would try to do his own thing. I was about to say, I don't see him in the movie. Yeah, I but, think he he might get into acting one day. I think he likes writing and doing all that stuff. I think he more so, behind the scenes. Yeah. But um in number two, when Space Jam was made, Michael Jordan was by and large the most popular basketball player on the planet. <clears throat> top jersey sales, top everything. It is debatable as to whether or not LeBron James is the most popular athlete or NBA player right now. He it comes in number two. Steph Curry has a top. Stop Cur- Steph, Steph Curry. Curry has the leading jersey sales right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what year did Michael Jordan do this movie though? Or oh, you said ninety eight? Like ninety eight, I think. Which was when? So what, he was. Point he was, it was when? It, let me look up. He was close to retire. That means he would have been close. Uh, that would have been his last season. Yeah, because right? Space he, Jam came out in ninety six. Because they, bad. you know, in the movie they went back and he went to baseball like he did yeah. in real life. So he had just had came back to the NBA pretty much towards the okay. end and. That made sense for the movie, too, for the plot, I guess. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Michael Jordan was the most popular basketball player on earth, whereas uh, LeBron James might not even be the most popular player in the NBA right now. So yeah. it's kind of weird true, to me. Who else going to do it, though? Ain't nobody else going to try that. If if I had to pick somebody who, I mean, if well, you had yeah, to pick it somebody. it would be LeBron. But yeah. I feel like LeBron should do his own thing. But, of course, he's not. He has to be Jordan, too. So <laughs> it, I mean, my opinion, I think he's trying to blow Jordan out the water because he's doing With way more than what Jordan did. Jordan did do the movies. We know about his NBA career. Mm-hmm. But I think I think LeBron trying to blow Jordan out the water for his business. The only thing he can do is be more well-liked than Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's all he can do because you'll never be more popular than what Michael Jordan was. Yeah. His shoes are not Michael Jordan esque. Yeah, that, we will not be collecting LeBron sevens. Yeah, in I, years. I know that, but far as a business point, all we could say about Michael Jordan is, is the shoes and what Space Jam, I guess. Yeah, and the greatest but, player of all time. But yeah, okay. but with LeBron, we can say, oh, he opened up a school. He started the, his um, yeah. sports a- agency company. He produ- uh, produced a million movies yeah, he wants and shows. Clout. That's what I'm saying. He, I think he's trying to blow Jordan out the water. He's trying to get his wins where he can <laughs> because he's not going to get six rings. Of course so not. So he has to make up in other areas. But yeah. I just think it's corny to try to chase a man's legacy so much 
when you claim to be your own person. But that's just yeah. me. Whatever. The movie yeah. might be good. I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I, don't, I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, he's clearly chasing them, but like I said, I think he's trying to blow them out the water by mm-hmm. getting in the community and stuff because we, ha- I haven't heard Jordan do too much like yeah. the, like what LeBron's doing. Now, yeah. he did, I, this, I, I seen he did donate like $12 million yeah. for the, you know, hurricane recently, but LeBron been doing all type of shit like that, and I think that's where he, that's where he's more light than Jordan. Yeah, his so, charity work is you can't compare the two. Yeah, but I just compare basketball play <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, um, other news going on right now. Spotify has announced that they are going to allow independent artists to directly upload their music to the platform. Mm -hmm. Um, This option allows unsigned artists to bypass third-party distributors like TuneCore and InGrooves, which charges you to place them on the streaming labels. And the indie artists will be free to upload music and edit metadata on Spotify for free. For now, it's only available by invitation, and they're only going to select a few hundred U.S.-based independent artists will have access to this feature. Um, I guess they're going to expand it later. Mm-hmm. But people are excited about this. I, I'm I'm critical just because I feel I'm, like there's no way the record label will, the record labels will allow this. But what do y'all think about this? Do y'all think this is dope? I I I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it's better than going. I think this Spotify way of trying to cut out the third party. They rather you know what just come to us. And I mean, instead of other people getting paid to. You know, and they not probably getting as much as they should get for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I I'm all about the independent people, but it ain't gonna. It's gonna turn. I feel like it's gonna turn to like thatpiff.com. <laughs> where, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you could just cloud rappers. Yeah, where you could just upload any mixtape, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it, it's kind of gonna defeat the purpose of trying to get on the major streaming site. Yeah. and I'm sure other sites will eventually follow that but i don't know it kind of defeat the purpose because right now if i had a mixtape out or album out and i said oh yeah it's on titles on spotify people would look at me different like oh shit like he's legit but once all these sites start you know letting artists upload their shit for free Mm -hmm. i mean then it's like i said it's gonna turn to thatpiff.com where it's kind of like uh so um yeah, and like I said, I f- they gonna. I feel like spot somebody gonna benefit more than the artists. Yeah. So yeah, and these record labels, it's, we talked about last week with the food stamps. They gonna. Mm-hmm. It's always some type of hole or loophole in in selling food stamps or trying to prevent people from selling food stamps. The record label gonna find some type of way to still get that money. Oh yeah, and you know. So yeah, that's yeah. my take on it. I okay. So when when this happens, do you know how the streaming obviously the numbers and stuff have played a huge difference in people's income and their revenue now? So if you're an independent independent artist on Spotify, are you getting paid for your streams like any other artist would? Oh yeah. I don't I know believe- how I. Feel. But here's the thing. I mean, streaming, you don't make a lot of money, period. Uh And it depends how much if you getting a lot of streams like really popping, then you can Mm -hmm. see something. 
you yeah. probably get like a thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, yeah you don't get but, anything off streams. And yeah. I think that's been apparently the Senate passed what's called the Music Modern Modernization Act, um, which basically is aimed to improve artist streaming payouts, which I guess people did research and found out that these artists don't get anything from streaming right now. Mm-hmm. So this law or this bill was passed to help artists and producers get more of the payout. And I guess this is Spotify's response to that. Hmm. Um, but I still think Spotify, of course, Spotify's going to win in the end. Yeah. Because they're the platform. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. If anybody can upload it, then it's just going to be, you know, datpiff.com, yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah. You're not going to find a whole lot of new artists yeah just based off of randomly clicking yeah once people start doing it then it's kind of it kind of get watered down yeah. remember live mixtapes yeah. like if you get on live mixtapes you was exclusive as hell you know what i mean but now you could just pay a dj 50 dollars to get on there yep and now it's not really shit now so would you put an album on spotify under this new thing ficky would you come back I, to the rap game for this um I don't know, man. You drop an EP at least, man. Yeah, I was thinking, man, this shit's so crazy because it's like, man, I'm better off selling albums out of my trunk at yeah. this point because... I don't Nobody know. got CD players no more, man. You can't, I, I know, but you it's... You gotta sell flash drives or something. I don't know. It's crazy, man, because it's like these people getting over and the artist not really getting shit. Yeah. So it, it kind of made me not even want to do this shit anymore. But... Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it works <laughs> out. Um, I'll reserve judgment to see yeah, what but, goes on later. But on. but too, um, I think if I did upload some music some type of way on a streaming site, I wouldn't be looking for money mm-hmm. like that. I'm pretty much using it for promotion. Like, yeah. hey, listen to my song and yeah. maybe somebody can hear it, or you know, I could benefit some other way like that. But I'm not uploading it to be like all right i might i might be getting paid i need the money yeah so i think what was that that? it might have been something i was clicking on Uh um in other news suge knight has gotten 28 years in prison after striking a plea deal over that murder case he had a few years ago where he apparently ran somebody over on the set of Straight Outta Compton with his truck Goodness. and killed him. I didn't know that was on the set of Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So he was involved in the movie then? No, he had a problem with the movie being made. Oh, so, so he came so to he the set? To, yes, he oh, was trying to come okay. to the set and he ran somebody oh. over. Wow, I did oh, wow. not know that part. I, yeah, oh, he had wow. an argument on the set with some people. Terry Carter, I guess, is the guy who died. I don't know who he is. Damn. Mm-hmm. But, um... So, yeah, he took a plea. It must suck to take a plea, and that's the best deal you can get. 28 years? 28 years. Imagine if somebody comes to you and says, hey, you know, plead guilty. I can get you 28 years in prison. (laughs) (laughs) That's what them them girls in that little take. Yes. Or take K. Yes. Case did. That shit, that still bugged me out. Like, the best we can do for you is if you plead guilty and give up everybody, you can get 20 years. This is what happened. They say... Oh, snitch on everybody. Tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. We'll cut your years in half. They do that. All right. We cut your years in half. Now you serving um, 20 years in prison and you serve <laughs> 25 years. After you tell everything, <laughs> you give up everybody. Yes. You tell everything. Yeah, we'll yes. cut it in half. And you get 20 <laughs> years? Shit, man. 
Mm-mm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, so these girls was facing 40 years and mm. 45 years. Man, Game that's up. like. But Suge Knight is not a teenage girl. Um, he is. <laughs> <laughs> the 28 years is a lot of time for him. I wonder if he'll make it out alive. He is 53 years old. 53, 63. So, probably, probably yeah, won't. Yeah, he'd be in his 80s by the time he got out. If he served the whole term, which he, which he might not. But Shit, OJ served his whole term. That's true. That's, <laughs> but, true. that's what I was about to say. Over wait, time, y'all don't think they're going to make this man serve his whole sentence? They've been trying... He ain't been in jail That's for true. a while. He might. I mean, he he has other. He, he's had legal trouble. I over think the they've been wanting so. him in jail for, for a minute, a long possibly. Time. Yeah, so I don't think he gonna get no. Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine pulled some strings and locked that nigga up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't have anything else to say about that, but you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's about uh, that time. You know. it, it washed yeah. up anyway. Ain't like he was in his prime. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good run. (laughs) (laughs) Is Beyonce a witch? Did y'all hear about this? I didn't. Uh, Beyonce's former drummer drummer, claims that Beyonce molested her with dark magic and extreme witchcraft. (laughs) Um, A woman who once worked as a drummer for Beyonce claims the singer is wrapped up in the practices of extreme witchcraft and has been using spells to run surveillance and control her finances, and now she wants a restraining order against Beyonce. There were, Beyonce, there were court documents filled out by this lady who worked as Beyonce's drummer for seven years, and she claimed that Beyonce uses extreme witchcraft, dark magic, and magic spells of sexual molestation. And she also claims that Beyonce murdered her kitten. Um, Is she suing Beyonce? Uh, she issued a restraining order or filed for a restraining order from Beyonce. I'm surprised she ain't trying to sue her. Well, what? I don't think that Beyonce is trying to be around this girl anyways. So okay. what's the point? Is Beyonce in witchcraft? I don't know. Do you think so? Why not? I don't. That was always the rumor, though. Yes. Her and Jay-Z. Her and Jay-Z. Yeah. Really? Because that, that's when people start... Talking about the Illuminati and all mm-hmm. that. That's when people was like, oh, the Illuminati, they devil worshippers. Yeah. Hmm, I've never so. heard this. Yeah, it's just weird that somebody coming out saying this. Yep. We gotta watch out for her safety now. If something happens to her, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I do think I don't think they're religious. That's one I, thing. I, yeah, I don't think they like oh, I'm not saying they're Satanists, but and I don't like I said, I'm like a conspiracy theorist. I try yeah. not to be, but some of them are just too, too much. Like, I, I just like them too much. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. want to believe them to an extent. Yeah. If you look up some of the stuff about Jay-Z and Beyonce, there are current theme, there are constant themes and symbols in the stuff they put out Yeah, that is linked to things of this nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been like that for years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like that for a long time. When Jay-Z wore that sweatshirt that said, do what thou wilt, that's the one thing that kind of made me raise an eyebrow really? because <laughs> that's like a Satanist uh, motto mm-hmm. or manifesto. Yeah. So when he wore that sweatshirt, I'm like, either you're trolling or that kind of reminds me of that thing on CNN with that lady making that little white power gesture. gesture. Uh, you can't really prove that was a white power gesture. Yeah. She might have just been itching herself or yeah. something, but it's just weird. Yeah, 
is weird. So many symbols in their art and music is weird yeah. to me. Yeah, how they do like an upside down something. Yes, covering four, your face, four, four, doing the old uh, thing yeah. with the yeah. eye, all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm not saying this is true, but if it was, it, been, it wouldn't be the craziest thing. It's been heard. around for years. It's yes. just crazy. It's just weird. Nah, not weird. It's it's just shocking that somebody Absolutely. coming out making alle- allegations yeah. on Beyonce. The, the beehive gonna kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. literally, but the Azalea Banks thing where she had that whole the chicken, yeah, and sacrificing chickens. Now we that was weird. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, people chalked it up to her being crazy, but I just think Hollywood is a weird place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that kind of thing is a lot more common than we think it is, mm-hmm. and I think there are crazy, weird parties where crazy shit happens. Yeah, but yeah. And that's like I why said, she makes yeah. you sign an NDA. Yeah, and see, like said, and like you said, they they not religious at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a couple layers where it's kind of like head scratching a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Jay Z has some especially suspect lines in that regard. I'm far from being God, but I yes. work goddamn hard. Yeah, even yeah. though that's Name yourself, hove. Yeah, all yeah. This shit. Yeah, that's what a lot of grown people used to say back in the day. Mm-hmm. This was back maybe. 2009 somewhere around there but never prayed to god i prayed to Gotti. yeah yeah, yeah. so they will be like oh hover he he considered he himself yeah. as god mm-hmm. yeah so i was the one defending like no yep. a rap god or you know it's little stuff like that him. so it don't surprise me yeah 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 <laughs> So, what else we want to touch on real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, Amber Rose got mad at Kanye West for making that song about uh, being such a fucking hoe. Amber Rose is sick and tired of all the companies and artists who have been <laughs> influenced by her slut walk, but refused to credit her, especially her ex-boyfriend, Kanye West. Quote, I'm extremely frustrated. Every single year, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into my slut walk. I did not create the slut walk movement. I did, however, bring it to the forefront for this generation. People remind me of this daily through their deliberate attacks and evil comments. It becomes extremely frustrating when brands are inspired by the movement and curate my actual life story and use it as a marketing tool. The Amber Rose slut walk and slut walks around the globe do not receive the attention or the support they deserve. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> does Amber Rose have a point? Do we not respect the slut walk as much as we should? So you attend the next slut walk in solidarity with women, Jasmine? I would love to attend the next slut walk, but I don't think that. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. You wearing a pussy hat? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I would love to attend the slut walk, but I don't think that that was necessary. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing, girl. We we recognize like like you're saying we were aware because of you so just keep doing what you're doing we don't have to address every little we don't Look, have to address we need them. we need to crown her as the queen hope pioneer of this <laughs> age I think that's all she wants I don't yeah. know what she wants honestly I don't either Does honestly she want a statue like, of were her you the first naked? hoe yeah. <laughs> what about Superhead like I don't get it man I, yeah. I, like I said, I don't want to shame no women or anybody, but what is her purpose? Like, what is the purpose of the all leader this? of the slut walk movement? Okay, she is the <laughs> Harriet Tubman of our time. That's okay, cool. so I mean, is Nicki Minaj and all these other hoes out here. Somehow, they're Harriet Tubman. 
don't know. She freed a thousand hoes. She could have freed a thousand more if they knew they were hoes. Yeah, let's put her on the $20 bill. <laughs> I'm dead. Man. Um, so that's all I have for that. I just thought it was funny. Her complaining about not getting enough credit for being a hoe. I, I, was she the biggest hoe? I'm at a loss. No. Well, huh. I mean, you got to say Superhead. That's you what gotta I'm saying. say Superhead. Like, Superhead was with everybody. But maybe she means like as far as standing up and for the hoes. Yeah, like pretty standing. much saying ain't nothing wrong with me to talk to you know random different and dudes. fuck everybody and then yeah. brag about it. Yeah, I yeah. mean at least she never played the victim. That's one thing. Well, she yeah. does, but not so much in a these men took advantage of me. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing I credit her for. At least she's honest about her intentions. <laughs> I don't think it's something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. To have the slut walk thing be a point of <laughs> your fame yeah. but it is what it is I mean this is a whole culture win now so if you want to take credit for that go ahead I don't care <laughs> I got a random thought go ahead I have a problem with um, some of the thicker girls who the real thick girls who mm-hmm. you know got the big ass and all that stuff why I have a problem when they say stuff like, oh, yeah, uh, they take a like I a nasty I was body fish. shamed my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> In high school, people looked at me as so fat. I was scared to show my curves. Like, for excuse to post a naked picture. Yes. I was scared to show off my curves, and people didn't like me because I was curvy. And now I just want to show the world how, you know, that I'm not ashamed to be who I am. Like everybody knew you had a fat yes. ass back in the day. Yes. <laughs> like it is, it is shame over knowing niggas gonna jerk off to that picture. So they trying to make it like, classy and say, I never hey, knew nobody I never knew not one girl who was shamed for being curvy. Like maybe if they was like like fat, big, mm-hmm. fat mm-hmm. and got a fat transfer. <laughs> yeah. Like I understand that. But somebody that was real thick, like a good thick, yes. where it's like, oh shit, she you know, Cause a lot of attention. I never knew nobody, nobody that was shamed like that in the black community. I will say this much. The uh, acceptable levels of thickness have definitely ro- risen in the past few years. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The women you see in the music videos now are a lot bigger than the ones you used to see. Like, I was watching Tip Drill the other day. No girls was average. And the, they weren't they were average, tiny. but... They were not what you see now. They would not have made the casting call. <laughs> They're a little too skinny. Yeah. What, I'm glad you brought that up because I watched the Beyonce um, Crazy in Love video. Mm-hmm. Where they, Remember the part, the uh-oh, uh-oh. Yes. I looked at that part recently. I'm like, man, ain't nobody just got no ass. Yes. Ain't nobody shaking yeah. nothing. Baby Got Back and, is and like... And we thought that was... <laughs> And they crazy and look. We thought that was like the shit. That mm-hmm. part we like, oh shit! Everybody do the uh oh, uh-oh. but that wasn't shit. Yes. <laughs> like looking now, I'm like, man, what the fuck is they doing? Yeah. So to that to that extent, I do agree that if you were as thick as some of these girls are now, back then niggas probably did call you fat. But see, it wasn't. But they probably a lot still of, smashed. But see, it wasn't. But... Even, it wasn't even a lot of girls that was that thick like that back in the day, like legit thick. Because a, a lot of these girls got work done. Yeah. Know what I mean? So it wasn't like a Sierra Rogers yeah. walking around back yeah. in the, that time. That's, I mean, there were. I don't think she had work done. 
No, but I don't, I don't you think don't so talk either. About but my angel like that, okay? <laughs> you'll leave her alone. Nah. Leave her out of this. <laughs> uh, but I agree, and it is funny when you look at some of these girls talking about in high school. I was shamed for being too thick. When first off, you had ass implants <laughs> after you turned eighteen, <laughs> and number two, we found you post your pictures for Throwback Thursday, and you're skinny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you post the evidence that contradicts what you're saying right now. Yeah. But I, I, I have a, I, like I said, I don't like to shame nobody or whatever because the the shaming is real. Like dark skinned girls was, you know, yeah, shame. Yeah. But just that part, the whole I was shamed and I was scared to show my curves. So this is an excuse for me to post this naked ass picture mm-hmm. to show people not to be afraid. Just be honest. Say uh, you want some likes. We yeah. get your like and follow game up. <laughs> yeah, that part. That part bother me jasmine how you feel about these thick hoes out here <laughs> i mean i don't have any dis- i don't have any hard feelings towards them i think that's fine okay yeah be as long as you love yourself mm, okay don't be worried <laughs> about what other people have to say about you the shaming that's where it starts okay so um so calling kaepernick might have a job in the NFL soon, apparently, according to his attorney. But who knows? I doubt this is going to happen. But I thought I was on TMZ, so I think we should talk about it. Wait, yeah. let me guess. The Patriots. Yes. <laughs> and the Raiders. Why Why is that oh, predictable? I'm, I'm shot for the Raiders. But the Patriots. It's funny because no we surprise. make a joke about Robert Kraft being around all these Remember black people all uh-huh. of a sudden. He's yeah. a big Mill fan. And then took a picture with, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, Jay Prince. Oh, yeah. He... Uh, what else? Yeah, he did a lot of shit for the, you know, visiting criminals and shit like that. Yes. <laughs> so now apparently they might sign Colin Kaepernick. I mean, Tom Brady's come out in Colin Kaepernick's defense. He said he should be in the NFL. We kind of so. we kind of talked about this uh, podcast before last. If he enters the NFL again, is it kind of pointless? Not pointless, to but buy does, Nike. No, but does it kind of like his case? Um, backpedal on his whole cause if he if he takes a deal with you know a team on the NFL I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so his... because his plan wasn't not to play in the NFL again yeah, he all, he wanted to play I think a lot I think the media kind of said oh he don't want to play because he turned these deals now yeah. yeah but he always wanted to play yeah but you know, he ain't just gonna sit there and take no chump change. And I don't. He wasn't protesting the NFL. He was protesting a specific issue. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. that. That's and true. Yeah, to but imagine because they disregarded the issue because they completely tried to ignore what he was. You know, they mm-hmm. made it. It became this narrative that he wasn't. You know, they ignore the narrative he was trying to create. Basically, yeah. So does it defeat his? His whole I will cause. say this. I don't think he should play in the NFL ever again, mm-hmm. even if he gets an offer. Because where he's at now, it could only hurt him. Number one, he hasn't played in several years. So when he comes back, he'll, of course, be rusty. First game he has where he has a bad game, gonna people going to tear him apart. See, like, yeah. see, this yeah. is why he wasn't in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If he has a game like Tyrod Taylor did <laughs> on Thursday, we might not ever see him again. He might yeah. lose a Nike deal. Yeah. So... I think he is bigger than football now, mm-hmm. yeah. and for him to maintain that level, he can't go back I because agree. there are too many factors. And imagine how the niggas feel if they have to sack him. <laughs> they're like, ah, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's gonna kill me on Twitter now. Yeah. But 
where he's at as far as his status, I think it would be a move backwards to go to the NFL where anything can happen. You could get hurt. You can uh, have a bad game and stink it up, and people could say that's the reason why you weren't in the NFL, and all this shit could happen. So he shouldn't play in the NFL ever again. Mm-hmm. Now, would this hurt his case, too? Because he still got a case against yeah, the NFL. Yeah, a collusion case. Yeah. A collision. Collusion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would because then clearly that would prove that – they didn't collude because you're in it now. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to win this case either way because that is very hard to prove unless there's like some kind of text message between all the owners that said, hey, make sure you don't sign Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Were there emails, though, or something? There, there would have to be proof of a league-wide conspiracy, mm. whereas I think it's more likely that all these owners said, I don't want that problem. Yeah. And just didn't sign them. Yeah. I don't know if the NFL themselves or all of them got together and said, hey, make sure none of y'all sign this man. So, And, and the worst part about I think what made it worse was his last year wasn't good. Yeah. So that's like this. If he was still that superstar person. Yeah. And that happened, and he's he's not in the NFL again. Yeah, that's clearly you know. But the 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 argument to that would be like there there are quarterbacks much worse than him that started this year. I agree. Nate Peterman. That's that's why we Tyrod Taylor. That's why we know he's blackball. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it's like dog, like like Buffalo can need he they could use somebody like Shoot. that. The Texans last year could have used yes. him, and they probably could have been in the playoffs or in contention. So, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that um, out of all teams, the Patriots. Yeah, that's I don't, I wonder why the um, the Raiders considering him. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they doing. Uh I have no idea. Um, John Gruden's just gonna ruin everything. Who cares? <laughs> damn, uh, I, damn, I was about to say something about Kaepernick. Shit. Oh shit! Yeah, I said it's all good. We 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 talked about Colin Kaepernick a lot in the past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is going on? We should touch on uh, Lil Wayne's receiving the BET I Am Hip Hop Award. Do we care about that? That's how you know we getting old because Lil Wayne was a fucking teenager <laughs> when he started. Yeah, well, yeah. and now he getting a um, a award like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a lifetime achievement type thing. Is that what it is? So. It's kind of like that. Yeah, he's had a long career, and the yeah. fact that he started when he was young helps. Yeah, him too. that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know, you get old when somebody like Lil Wayne is yeah. getting something like it's that. Yeah, honored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got on that too. <laughs> I don't have anything <laughs> else to say. It's a BT award. <laughs> um, Pharrell Williams is going to narrate uh, the Grinch. I saw that. I liked. I. I. I'm interested in that. Okay. And I'm Tyler, a, the creator's involved too. I'm a Pharrell fan, so I would definitely go see it. And I'm a Tyler, the creator fan. Yeah. Um. I don't care about a song they're making about the Grinch, though. So I can say that, that much. Gonna, that song probably gonna be fire be with stupid. both of them. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Pharrell <laughs> made a song called Happy. Yeah. That, that was intended was- for fucking. Um. What was the movie? Despicable Me, me, yeah. That song was fucking awful, man. (laughs) Look what it did. (laughs) Look what it did. Yeah, it was huge. Played it the fuck out. (laughs) Um, what else is going on? Tyler also had an interview. Um, people got, people thought it was weird how he apparently snatched somebody's joint 
out of their hand and crush it. He had somebody was smoking <laughs> near the studio. And I would have had to hit it. him. Yeah, he snatched it and like smushed it on the floor and said, we're not here to play. We're here to work. We're not here to hang out. And who was this person to him? Somebody, somebody interviewing who was, him? No, or, it was somebody, just, I guess, who was working with him at the time. Oh, okay. Maybe an artist or somebody. I didn't read the whole interview, but people were making fun of him for saying that's corny. Uh, you know, Tyler, Tyler, the creator, does not smoke or drink at all. Oh, I didn't know so, that. So, nah, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, and he always, like, makes jokes about people who do. He's an underrated rapper, man. I feel like he don't get the credit he does. Uh, I don't deserve. think he's that good of a rapper. Really? No. I, I think I, he's a talented producer. I think he makes good music. I don't think he's a good rapper, really. Mm-hmm. His early albums were his best albums, and he's kind of rapping like shit on them. So yeah, his last album was pretty good though. I need to check it out. I just the gay I, shit drew, drove me away. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'll admit, I'll admit, man, I can admit when I have a bias. <laughs> this is kind of the same. That's thing. definitely biased because Eminem it said is. some gay shit too. No, definitely DMX too. <laughs> yeah, there's like niggas who said gay shit, but I think it's different when you know somebody's gay <laughs> or when they come out. Like Frank Ocean, the same way. It's like. If an R&B singer, if I had a feeling they were gay, it probably knew they were gay. But if it's different when they admit it or come out on a song. Yeah. And say then I'm like, wait a minute. If they, yeah. Yeah, I see. No, it is. It is it's wrong. But I just admit that that just makes, I don't know, it's, it's weird to me. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. But, uh, you know, it's some people that be like, oh, dog, he said this. Yeah. So I'm not listening to him. Mm-hmm. It's like, dog, like, did you listen to Biggie's whole? Yeah. I, mean, I agree. Not saying he was trying to say something gay, but there were some suspect lines in there. Yeah, and um, like Tyler, he he clearly said, you know, walking around with print panties or yeah. little stuff like that. But the weird thing about him though is that he like gay bashed at the same time while he was apparently gay this whole time. So I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. is he really gay, or is it? I think it's pretty much confirmed, man. I mm. thought he said he's it. He's taken. I he's, thought he's come out and like publicly. He said made it. a song on this last album where I think basically he came out. Yeah. He's also taking pictures like holding dudes' hands and all this guy. People thought he was really? trolling at first, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he's been doing this for years now. Mm, so yeah, you just got to take it. That. <laughs> I don't think he'll ever make an official announcement and say, "Hey guys, I'm gay." I'm gay. But because um, it, it's not surprising because Frank Ocean was in that yeah. same. And that was always like the weird group. Yeah, and, and Sid, uh, Sid from the internet too, a uh, lesbian. Chance the Rapper's mm-hmm. brother is by right by, too. I, Wait a minute, and he's a rapper. I heard, I heard Taylor about that. Bennett. He's bisexual. Yeah. So he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't like the term bisexual for men because women do not allow men to be bisexual. You're right. So yeah. <laughs> if you're bisexual, you might as well just say, yeah, you're yeah, gay. you're gay. Don't don't get it confused. You're you're yeah. you're right about that. Uh, so I think that's about everything we have touched on. Wait, uh, are we forgetting? What anything? else we got? What else we got? Uh, oh, I wanted to talk about the mom that saw her son on TV jacking in a car and oh. she turned him into the police. <laughs> that's some snitch ass shit. Do you think so? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, how would you have disciplined your child otherwise? Uh, I would help him. I clicked on the fucking story and then it played audio. <laughs> so I can't even read it. Whatever. Um, Look. <laughs> I've look. had this conversation with my mom. I always asked her, like, what, what would you do if I got into some trouble and had some legal issue? Mm-hmm. She said she would try to help hide me. 
She'd yeah. get me out the country, get me out the state, whatever she had to do. Really she would not good. turn me in. Remember that um, challenge on Instagram that went viral on, mm-hmm. you know, hey, mom, um, I can't believe it's blood everywhere and the body oh, yeah, is still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of see what your mom texts. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, my mom. <laughs> oh, and then I think in the, I, I think in the challenge it said, like, um, uh, I'm about to call you answer or something like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I tried to do that to my mother. She did not answer the phone. Oh, damn. And then after a while, when she found out it was a joke, she's like, yeah, I wasn't about to get in that mess. <laughs> so she just left me out to, <laughs> to dry. <laughs> she's like, uh-uh, I ain't That's about to do that. Act like she ain't know nothing yeah, about so it. so my family, if you get in some trouble or something like that, they will not answer. Or if a random number call, they do not answer. Damn. Mm. So, damn. Yeah. I mean, one thing, it's one thing if you had, like, a murder rap on you. Where but you can't a get carjacking and your mama snitch on you for a carjacking. Yeah, that's some bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> take how the else car back you... and hide the nigga. Don't call the police on him. Yeah. How else would you have disciplined him though? Uh, to teach him a lesson. I would have beat his whoop, ass. Whooped his ass. Number one. <laughs> number two. Take away all his shit. Number three. Don't let him go out nowhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I, I wouldn't turn him into the police that's one thing I would do mm-hmm. I mean yeah, I'm not a mother he, clearly but yeah. I would expect my mom not to turn me into the police for that, stealing the especially car especially if he got a chance to do time mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. or have a record but but uh, but two in the same sense if she turns him into the police she's the one that reported it so she can also drop the case and not proceed with the case so it could that's right. why I see where she's going with mm-hmm. it because if it's her car, oh no, it's not her car. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say she can't. She can't do shit. Yeah, I'm about to say she can't do shit about it. Yeah, about dropping mind. the case. Because that's different in mm-hmm. a sense. Then never mind. Like okay. if it were if it were her car that he stole her car. Well, let me read the story so we can get the facts. Because I don't want to guess on what happened here. You've tried moisturizer Stop. after moisturizer. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so um. A teenage boy in Georgia was arrested in connection with the carjacking that resulted in the death of a 20... Okay, so Oh, that's, that's oh. totally okay. different. That's yeah. different. That's so different. you still... Your mom still should snitch on you? I would hope my mama wouldn't, but I can understand because somebody no. died. But see, you, you can have your sons back and still kind of like, hey, you got to co- cooperate. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could get out of this or yeah. yeah. You need you know, maybe he didn't do it. Maybe it was somebody else, I don't know, but let the son turn himself in. Yeah. Don't call the police on him. Yeah. That's but. true. Yeah, you got to come in like, "Hey, all right, we got to figure this out. Let's mm-hmm. here um, t- um let's go to the station and you know what I mean, I try to handle it from there, I guess. I don't know." But it sounded like she was turning them in for the reward money. Yeah, <laughs> that that that's some shady ass shit if that's true. Yeah, but the murder thing, yeah, you can. <laughs> but then again, if you were getting, if you're gonna go to jail anyway, and then there was a reward out, wouldn't you want your family to get that reward? That reward shit is false, man. It kind of is. It yeah, because is. a lot of people. Yeah, I I knew a couple of people that turned people in, and they'd be like, "Oh, you get a five hundred dollar reward," mm-hmm. and they don't give them shit for real. Bullshit. Or they say they'll give you a thousand dollars for information, like that shit. Yeah, that, that shit ain't real. There's no way to prove what kind of information they want. Yeah, they might. So yeah, they all say, they gotta hey, do is didn't... be like, oh, okay, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Like, there's no contract. Yeah. You don't sign a contract to give and information or not. Like yeah, and them. if you know something, they going to press up on you and be like, hey, if you don't mm-hmm. tell us, you going to jail. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't pay that war shit no, no <laughs> attention. <mind. laughs> uh, what else is going on? Anything else y'all want to touch on real quick? Uh, um, Ella May is dropping her album, I want to say, next month. I'm excited. Mm. Her debut album? Yes, self-titled. Y'all think it's gonna do numbers? Of course, I think so. She got kind of, she's kind of. She makes good right music. Now. now is she is she big enough to perform at the Toyota or House of Blues? House of Blues. House of Blues. Okay. Concert. Yeah. Um. Another thing. Speaking of concerts, uh, so the Super Bowl is gonna be in Atlanta in February, oh, and man. they announced the halftime show. <laughs> it's gonna be Maroon Five. <laughs> um. For some reason, people are surprised. I guess they really thought the NFL was going to bring out Future and Migos. <laughs> and Lil Jon. In the um, height of this Colin Kaepernick situation. Yes. <laughs> but apparently they have compromised and they said that they're going to bring out Cardi B and somebody else at the... Uh, Cardi B and Travis Scott would join Maroon 5. That, so, that would not be good. That's I mean, it'd, it'd they, be they got good. bullied in the... Yeah, that's weird in though. People. What are they gonna perform with them? They're not even. From, oh, I don't know. I guess that's they, that's weird. It'll be a mismatch. Like they'll mix a Maroon Five song into whatever Cardi B got. That's pop friendly. They'll be playing Bodak. Like they'll probably yeah, play. They're Bodak. not gonna play Bodak Yellow. You don't think the, so? At the Super Bowl. You don't think you so? No, they're gonna play know. her. I like it like that. Pop friendly <laughs> commercial shit. They're not gonna play. So what? Travis Yellow. Scott gonna perform? Because uh, he he a rapper too, and he ain't got no pop friendly songs. Travis Scott probably gonna do uh, Butterfly Effect. Uh, I was gonna say that. What else? What else is his most gonna, safe song? Antidote. He's not gonna do Antidote. Popping pills is yeah, all come we know. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Cardi B is actually on a Maroon Five song. It, oh, that's girls what she like you, which is number two on the Billboard Hot oh, 100. That's what How she do we perform- miss that? That's I re- I re- I ain't never listened to it. Who is it, Rita Ora? I remember it, but I don't. I, I ain't even give it a shot. I didn't realize that. That's what she gonna perform. No, yes. really. I I want to know who tra- what Travis Scott would do. Maybe they got a new sicko mode. Sicko mode could be. It'll be like a two second <laughs> sicko mode thing, yeah. but mm-hmm. it could be. I don't know, but I, I don't know why people be so hyped up, uh, up about the halftime show. I don't think anybody's ever really hyped up about it. Yeah, that's why I was wondering why people were so shocked. Like, oh, what? We were excited. It's just like the... people just thought since it was in Atlanta, for some yeah. reason, that they would suddenly uh, have hip hop. Where wherever else it was, they never had anything like that. Yeah. Apparently, they asked Jay Z, but Jay Z has some very pop friendly songs too. He could have played. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why people expect it. He mentioned that, too. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need him. Or he don't need them. Whatever (laughs) he was saying in fucking that song. Uh, So, that's all I got on that topic. I don't really give a Mm. shit. I'm not going to watch the halftime show. (laughs) Um, Tanache is on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last time, didn't we? Uh, Yeah, me and you talked about it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So, let's get a quick recap, Jasmine. I know you're tired. But I don't give a fuck. I want to ask you questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
some things happened. We never got your your take on the Nikki rant on Queen Radio on Cardi B. Um, mm-hmm. She explained her side of the story. Basically said that Nikki wasn't doing nothing. Cardi B embarrassed herself and everybody else. And she also was guilty of hiring people to harass the people, the women that slept with Offset at the strip club or whatever and was not allowing them to go to work. All this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I know you're Team Cardi. Yeah. But what you think about this rant? Um, I thought that Nikki's rant was tired. I thought that the fact that she brought up the cockroaches thing and this um, information about um, the little gr- the the woman's son Connor a monkey. Yeah, we Nikki. I mean, Cardi B has already publicly addressed all of these incidents already. Okay. She's already defended herself. She's already apologized. So it wasn't. I thought it was tired of Nikki to bring up old situations and make them current and try to make them current again and not address the fact that she still hasn't brought up her brother and the uh-huh. whole incident as to where everything that she's accusing Cardi of, she is pretty guilty of like for her to yell and scream and say that Cardi, someone get this. She's crying out for help and accusing her of, uh, uh, what is it? Postpartum depression. Like yeah, she that said was postpartum. just crazy. Like she, mm-hmm. some someone needs to get her help. Like she, no, seriously though. Like, there was a point, like, now I'm to the point where it's like, okay, something is seriously wrong with her. Hey, like, on. what are we going to do? Women are just petty like this. It doesn't mean she's mentally ill. No, she <laughs> sounds mean, mentally ill. She Nikki sounds like not, she's on some some type of drugs. If if you had to compare the person who went on a rant on a radio or a person who threw a shoe at somebody at Fashion Week, <laughs> who would you think is more crazy? Be honest, Jasmine. Um, To be honest, too, I think we need to bring up the debate that's going on about the fact of them being at Fashion Week, make that environment making the whole situation problematic. I, I think that that is that's interesting that because they were at Fashion Week, that was no place to behave, and versus there's no place to behave anywhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like you Cardi has always been she, what you see is what you get. Cardi has pulled up on people that we don't even know about in her neighborhood while in the midst of this stardom. So I don't know why we expected Cardi B to act any other way. Because she's on a different level now. Yeah, that's true. There are a lot she, of drug dealers she, who became famous rappers and they weren't still dealing. Well, some of them were. But, but at the same didn't. time, <laughs> Cardi is openly has openly expressed how she's not to that point yet. She's striving to be better and she knows that she needs to be. But she is very Cardi. The reason we love Cardi is because she's very open and very unapologetic about who she is. And she's been very open about the fact that things still get to her as a human being versus her as Cardi the celebrity. So I don't know why we would have expected her to act any differently at this point in time. She hasn't showed that she's evolved um, to the level as to where she ain't finna turn up on nobody. Like, that's Cardi. That's who she is. So I think that Nikki is this whole situation is just tired. Like, I'm just I'm really over her. Like, I'm very indifferent about her right now. I just think that she needs help because she's wilding. The stuff that she's saying, like, she makes valid points. But at the same time, it's like, who's helping you? Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like anybody is, and Funk Flex is ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was awful. We talked that was about ridiculous. That. It was like, embarrassing. He, he, Funk his, Flex's oh, yeah. reactions his on that thirst for yeah. just the the spotlight and just attention is it is was really bad. Ridiculous. Really bad. Yeah. No. It's, 
to me it's just bad that a grown ass man is in a female beef. Yeah, Te- and or proud e- of it. Or even tearing down a, a, another female artist like that. Yeah, and like it's just weird because I I ain't like him tearing down Nicki Minaj at mm-hmm. one point because it's like dog like why is you even commenting on that and for the simple fact of that he like you're tearing down Nicki Minaj and then all of a sudden one song made you get back on her side and now you're on her radio show like that's just sad I agree with that point yeah but to the point of tearing down female artists are female rappers off limits when we talk about rappers because every other rapper gets this kind of smoke no he talked greasy well yeah he wasn't he wasn't like being oh yeah, I really didn't like her Critical song of like her that. Music, yeah. This is like she, he, he was talking greasy, talking about he's gonna end their career. Her career is over, and all this shit is like like for what? Like yeah. why? Like he he went like you see he tried to do that shit with Jay Z, but chilled the fuck out. You know what I mean? So but it's yeah. just like I don't know. I wouldn't even weigh in on a on a female like that. And I then, wouldn't even go in on a female. I I would just be like, you know what? Even if she said something to me. I'd be like, you know what? That's her. I, you know, I ain't got nothing to do with that. But he was going in like he was going in on a nigga, yeah. and he and wouldn't then, do he wouldn't do that to like Styles P or nobody like that. And that shows her mental capacity, her mental state at this point too, because obviously, you know, Fun Flex is respected for his, you know, how he pioneered through the game. But at this point in time, Nikki, you know, this man don't fuck with you the way he's acting like he is now so the the fact that she's even in, acknowledging and, and uh, well, entertaining his it his way back in yeah so. like but the fact that she's even entertaining it you're supposed to be queen like you should why are you even entertaining people like that yeah. you don't need like she, that's how you know like this is a thirsty moment for her she's get she's looking for anybody to help her be you know to help her make her point that she's trying to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Because that don't make any sense. Why would you Why would you team up with somebody that just talks so much trash about you? Fair Literally. But, but who else would she team up with? Because she don't fuck with the Breakfast Club anymore. She fuck with... She fuck with Clue. Yeah. But, I mean... I th- but she got a whole radio show, though. She didn't need him to come on there. That's yeah, true. that's true. You already got your show. Like, people listening to you regardless of him. Yeah. Radio still has power, and Funk Flex playing Queen radio songs or whatever Queen songs. He's gonna spend. On, he gonna spend. It, it songs. makes a difference. Yeah. So I mean, people still want those relationships. So yeah, it is what it is. The industry's fake as fuck, and we all know that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and finally, you missed our discussion on the Eminem response to Machine Gun Kelly. I just want your quick take. Who do you think won the beef, Jasmine? I don't care. I just want. I just. Okay. I. I don't. Why did he say that about Diddy and then apologize right afterwards? What was yeah. the point of saying it if you were going to apologize right afterwards? You should have rethought that line then. Ew. So you're mad about the Diddy? Why are you rubbing your girl? What, what are you doing? Um. There's <laughs> something you on it. You realize we can hear it. that shit? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she over here. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> there's something on the computer, but um, no, I'm not mad about it. I just found that interesting. That why would you bring up something that you were going to immediately apologize for in the song? You should have just changed the whole line. No, I thought. I mean, I thought that was old Slim Shady coming back, basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Eminem used was, to say shit like that he all got, the time. Yeah. yeah, he got too many politics and yeah. stuff, so he had to be like, "Sorry, did he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was corny a little bit. But that, yeah. But, so, but uh, I. I don't care anymore, okay. honestly. Just because of the... I don't care anymore because of the interviews. Because of his whole 
um, thing with Sway. Like those interviews were like, I don't know if it's because I'm becoming biased because I listen to the and I'm very entertained by the Joe Budden podcast mm-hmm. and his listening to his breakdown. But uh, my opinion right now is that I his interviews just made me uninterested in this whole thing because okay. it showed like he is very disconnected with the culture right now. He's very I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know why he needs to do this. He's yeah. Eminem. <laughs> Like yeah. Nikki, I like same thing. Like I don't know why these people are doing these things when they're the type of artists that they are. All these old rappers trying to yeah, dance. like like yeah, they're it's all over now. Take I, I don't man. understand. But see, they getting to the point where pe- they, they we kind of getting fed up. Where it's like oh, so they gotta say something mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So he got to do interviews which he never do. Yeah. Nicki Minaj got to do interviews which she barely do, and um. I think it's too like. Just all of these old heads that aren't taking the end of their era gracefully, like, and not to say that Nikki is done, but like, you're you're a veteran at this point, so you need to handle other people more graciously than you are. And then Eminem, like, we didn't really ask for shit from him. Like, I, I don't. He chose to continue making music. Like I thought he was retired, and then yeah. he came out, and then he made an album that we wasn't messing with. So he felt like he had to prove himself, but like. You don't have to. We, you are who you are, so you don't have to prove anything in this era. But at the same time, I guess I can understand them feeling pressure from the critiques that they receive. So you're 46 and you still rapping? Ugh. Yeah. So are, I, I don't know. Are Eminem stands up there with Beyonce, Beehives, and I don't think because I this is the first this the first time I've seen them. Mm-hmm. They've been out and about, but they're a little irritating. <laughs> Of course. They just like, oh, body him. He's dead. Oh, and then if you say, uh, it was all right. I ain't really care for it. Oh, you must not understand the lyrics. lyrics he, yeah. A lot of stuff go over your head then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, I knew exactly what he said. No, they are, they are the worst. The Eminem <laughs> fans are the worst rap fans mm-hmm. yeah. ever. Period. So they are the Beyonce beehive of hip-hop. Or they Who, the who's the Beyonce beehive of Here's hip-hop? the thing, like... Even, Somebody you can't talk about if you say anything critical on of them. Who's the Beyonce of hip hop? It would have to be Eminem, but yeah. Beyonce is like better. So it's yeah, hard I to mean, criticize it, he, her. Whereas he, he, he Eminem not, is like, okay. yeah, but see, he's yeah. not up there with Beyonce. Obviously, he yeah. probably. They're not that active, but mm-hmm. if it's somebody you say, uh, yeah, I think he overrated. Then all these people come of out course. of nowhere. Like, I, and to respect, Eminem did numbers on his last album with no did. promotion, no nothing. He did. Yeah. So you gotta yeah. give it to him a little bit. His, I guess, his racist fan base didn't leave him after the Trump <laughs> thing. So, uh, I'm just kidding, Eminem fans. Uh, I think that's about it. This has been a long podcast. Let's wrap this thing up, y'all. Yeah. Uh, what y'all got going on, Jasmine? Did you finally finish that green drink? I've been looking at it this whole time for um, some reason. Yes. Where you Have get you it ever from? had one? Whole Foods. It's a green mission. Okay. And it has spinach it and kale fourteen ninety nine. It was <laughs> about, about $7. Ooh, oh, man, Lord. for that little... Right. But it has all of the vegetables that I didn't eat during the week. Okay. So. Well, what you do is get yourself a juicer. Or a <laughs> mixer. Get a ninja blender. Oh yeah, my dad has one of those. Yes. I want to get a juicer. 
I'm gonna start juicing. Yeah. Juices are dope. The only problem is that they're tough to clean and they get annoying, so you mm. forget. And then fucking fruit flies come and shit. And you're yeah, like, no. Ugh. Like, I fuck it, give me this bag of chips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I want a smoothie. But um, what am I playing? I'm chilling this week. Okay. You know, tune in to Dwayne Dilemmas. Okay. Uh, catch up on the shows you've missed. We have a new episode coming out this Sunday. Okay. Sorry for the delay. Um, some technical things and business um, ideas get had to be stirred up and planned. So we're back on our release game. So be looking out for another episode. Cool. Sounds yeah. good. Everybody check that out. iTunes, Google Play, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, yes. all that stuff. All of it. Doing the lemons. We're not going to spell it for you anymore. Y'all nah. just got to guess. Man, yeah. I can't even. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I can't even say it. Doyen Dilemmas? Doyen Dilemmas. Doyen Dilemmas. Dil- come on, come it's on. It's a tongue twister. Come on, guys. Yeah. Doyen Dilemmas. Doyen Dilemmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Check out Doyen and Dilemmas. Doyen Dilemmas. D-O-Y. Can we say D&D? Huh? D&D. We have, we have some weird-ass podcast names. <laughs> Gems and juice. juice. People, we have to explain how to say it. People gyms. think it's yes. um, J-I-M. People think it's a, a fitness podcast <laughs> about steroids and shit. And yeah. juice. Yes. Like, no, it's not that. But uh, Figgy. Yes. What's going on, man? Um, follow me on Twitter at TheFiggyFig. Yep. I'm trying to get my Twitter verified. Okay. So apparently our web guy He's back got the it. hookup. A word? Yeah, he went to Fred. Like, hey, um, make sure you give me blah blah blah. I'm trying to get your account verified. Oh shit! I'm looked at him like, wait a minute. <laughs> what about like me? as much as I've been promoting this damn station? So he said he's gonna see what he can do. Okay, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if it don't happen. I don't know. But anyway, follow me on Twitter at dfiggyfig. Um, follow the podcast at Gems and Juice on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, um, I'm looking on Facebook right now. We got 92 likes. Okay. I think that's pretty damn good for us not really up. promoting it. Like Wait, total? Should, total, yeah, I'm okay. looking at it. Yeah, 92 likes, 91 people follows. Okay. So, um, yeah, let maybe get to the 100 there. mark. So we need like eight more people. That's the thing. People listen to the show. They just don't interact. We need yes. you guys to actually interact and like and comment, subscribe. If you listen to the show on a weekly basis, why not just subscribe to it? Yes, I'm why sure. not comment when when something's funny? We should like, get people a dollar for um, subscribing. <laughs> should we? No, I, think, <laughs> no. I don't First know. We get it. like a hundred people su- subscribing. I mean, I'm down for some kind of giveaway Giveaways, at some point. Yeah. We can give away some merch. We can give away some, I don't know, whatever. We something. can try to get some interaction we f- with some people. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But please like, subscribe, do all that stuff. You know how you do. Yes. Um. What about you? Y'all just recorded a show, huh? We did. Oh, yeah, So yeah, yeah, we can yeah. talk about that, too. Um, If you haven't heard, Figgy is now a part of the ESG and Rocket show. Yeah, Very yeah. happy to have him and his <laughs> talents on board. Okay. Um, so we have changed uh, recording spots. We are now going to record, you know, in the studios where we do this kind of stuff. So the audio quality will be better. No yeah. more bullshit, hopefully, with the sound. If you like gems and juice, you'll like. Yes. If you like the gems and juice quality, you'll yes. like. Yes. ESG and Rocket Show quality. Yes. Gotcha. It's very good. We just had Willie D on last week. 
That episode will be up soon. We'll get video up soon. We're supposed to have video for this podcast, but technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed about it, but fucking whatever. I did my makeup and everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got the thirsty <laughs> niggas up in here to follow us. But <laughs> it's okay. But um, we'll get that ironed out. Um, so check out the ESG and Rocket show on iTunes, all that stuff. And, of course, follow Gems and Juice. 50th episode coming up. We're up for ideas. If you have anything y'all want to see, mm-hmm. if you have any guests y'all want us to reach out to, whatever y'all want to see. Anything you want us to talk about. Yeah, so yeah. We're down with it, so check it out. We'll think of something special to do for the 50th episode. And that's it for everybody who listens, everybody who's new on board, everybody who keeps checking in. You know, just know we appreciate everybody who listens. Yes. I don't care if you're a culture vulture. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta put way. this disclaimer in. <laughs> Let's I'm not just, listen to this hip hop podcast because we're not black. Look, I drove everybody nah. away in the first hour. So anybody who's still nah. listening to this, just know I appreciate all y'all, man. No, you really. good. I'm sure a lot of people understand that too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. We get probably ask any white person, and they'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to pass on this position. Yeah. I'm sure it's somebody more qualified. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. But, no, yeah. we, we love y'all. And uh, continue to check. We're going to keep pushing this thing on and hopefully just go on to bigger and better things. So, thanks for rocking with us. Yes. And that's all I got. So. You sound like you about to end the podcast for good. Is this the last episode? I just, I just <laughs> no. got to pee right Me now. Too. So, yeah. I got to fucking run. I see you about to get in a stance. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Flojo over there. <laughs> so, uh, for my boy Figgy, for my girl Jasmine, I am Ryan Rockin'. This is the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. Peace. Yeah.